creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. It's a week of Friday, December 22nd, 2017, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Hat Koffeltz. You know what? Happy holidays. <laughs> I'm a Merry Christmas man myself. Not me. I've given up. <laughs> Over there on the What's and Twos, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Happy final week of the December to remember. (laughs) 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 And joining us for the entire episode today, our friend, author, speaker, podcaster, Annie Downs. Yes. Good morning, gents. That was the first big moment of you being on the podcast is what do you say in the welcome? Right. Oh, yes. Every, good morning, gents. Is what she went I went with. with good morning, gents. Is that fine? Yeah. Did you think about it beforehand, That's or is that just fine. what yeah. the spirit led you to? Um. Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> We're really excited you're joining us uh, for the show today. I know uh, you've been working really hard on preparing for your appearance because I got a text from you a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, listen. Yeah, the one you didn't answer. Listen, Cameron. <laughs> we got to talk about that because yeah. I just wanted to express my like. Look, Cameron, I am going to find the slice. Right. Yeah. And then you didn't answer, but I but think you the, need to. Here's the know. thing. Here, We don't text that often, but when we do, we're locked in for a solid 20 minutes. So when I saw <laughs> when I saw the text come in, I was in a meeting and I thought, oh, I got I got to wait until I have time because once I reply, there's a reply and then another reply. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a back and forth because this is fun. She banters. Yeah. And so uh, a day went by and then I'm like, oh man, this is just weird. This is bad. And so then last night around two in the morning, I was just like, I got to clear it. I got, I, I just got, clear it. I just got to clear worst, it. That's the worst response. Just <laughs> clear I, it. So I hit, no. I hit red. Right. And then oh, I just no. had to, you know, which, which feels uh. like, like, it feels like there's some psychology to that, Annie. No, yeah. I was like, if I, I don't want to do anything halfway. I don't want to do give you a little cursory, like, oh, cool. Right. I want to, like, I'm in. I'm all right. in or I'm nothing at all. Right. As Cameron, to- also, our friendship can handle a non-banter response. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, bud. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Like, that's like true. thank you for finding a slice. I, I Looking know. forward to having you on the show. I, I just felt an like... Emoji. You're such an emoji guy. You could have dropped the dancing yeah. woman in the red dress, and I'd have known. That's I true. know how you feel about her. I know. I'm, I'm, I, I could have found the right jiffy, you yeah. know, just kind of... Uh, Oddly, I get it. I know. I let I let myself down, Annie. I'm sorry. Right, well, right after me. You're right after me. You let me down first, and you let yourself down second. And, and now the entire relevant audience third. Yeah. Oh, goodness. This has turned into like the Festivus airing of grievances. Right yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Number one. Feats of strength. That's my only one. That's my only That's one. Yeah. Uh, Jesse texts me every morning, 2.30 in the morning, you up. <laughs> and I just know, like you don't answer that text. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, and, and then, and then I wait forty-five minutes and text him. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he slides into my DMs, and all of a sudden it's like Instagram. He just want to go out and TP somebody's house or well, something. He was saying if you're available. I'm just saying, never reply. Yeah. No, right, no, no. Right. no I, yeah. My mom told me nothing happens. Nothing good happens after midnight. You know, everything fun happens. Idle hands, are, <laughs> idle hands are the devil's workshop. That's what my mom used to tell me. That's why she'd make me do chores all the time. And I look, uh, listen, I'm not, I'm not pro family. devil. I'm not pro devil. <laughs> Let me say that. 
But sometimes he'll get you into some fun stuff. You regret it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Annie, regret well, later, the show. it is fun. The board were not pro-devil, right? I mean, that was one of the things I understood coming onto the show. You're right. We're not pro-devil. Yeah. We are not. We are not I, pro- I, I just love that this moment right now, like I'm aware that there are people that have been like, read Annie's books, you know, they're like, yeah. oh, cool. She's going to be on their own podcast. Yeah. And we've already talked about our are we or are we not pro devil in the first few moments? And it's just like, whoa, whoa. You know right. what? Did we take She's a like, hard line not pro devil this year? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Annie, uh, as you are a new person on the show, we all get to just, if it's okay with you, just ask you a ton of questions. No, it doesn't matter. To understand. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that. Yeah, let me tell you what I've already learned from being friends with the three of y'all. You do not care. We <laughs> care. We care, but just mostly about ourselves. Oh, yeah. There it is. I'm looking out for number one. <laughs> I'm in the E zone, homie. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching. Yeah. My, I, I will say this: I'm watching my back, Annie. I, yeah. I'm watching my back. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'm right. here. But, but for the very small portion of our audience who doesn't know Miss Annie Downs, yes, we would like to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. What do you do with your life that you like doing? <laughs> that's that, my friends. Thursday is morning a, yoga that's class. A, that's a three-year counseling degree, right there. What's a thing right? you know about a thing? <laughs> Um, what do I do with my life uh, that I love doing? I live in Nashville, mm-hmm. write books, travel and speak, podcasts. Annie, in order to to also help get to know you, I've downloaded a very helpful app that's helped me in a lot oh, of like party so situations to get no. to know people. Oh. And just as a heads I'm up. I'm off of Tinder, Jesse. I'm off of Tinder. I have before me some very, very interesting questions uh, from, a, from a free app that... Uh, that they ran out of ideas with about 12 questions in. So, um, Annie, um, what's literally, it says literally the worst superpower (laughs) you could have. Remember, the worst superpower you could have. This is not hypothetical. This is literal. Um, for me personally, the worst superpower I could have, I don't want the ability to be invisible. Mm. Oh, why? I don't. Why? I don't want to hear what people are saying when I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why I'm not on LinkedIn. I don't want to. Yeah. S- I don't want to see like our staff looking for other jobs, and I don't want people. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I have a coworker at IJM who just updated his bio because he was just I don't know yeah. bored, and all of a sudden it's, like, it's, it's blowing up. Like, are you? Are you? Uh, <laughs> Plan on leaving? Same thing. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I am with you, Annie Downs. You would not Thank want you, to ben. be invisible. That's interesting. You, hmm. Eddie, would you want to be invisible? Yeah, you would have access to the world. You could see anything. Right. I mean, it would be super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, really, because it, because really creepy. the moment anybody finds out that you were able to be invisible is yeah. the moment they stop trusting now, you. No question. If you're invisible and somebody like dropped a bag of flour and yeah. then poofed up in the air, yeah. does it stick to you? Are Absolute, you visible then? Absolutely. It is yes. just, it's, oh yeah. No. So I, you have I a tangible thing or are you a ghost? No, you still have matter. You have matter. This yeah. is clear matter. And you seem to have a real strong opinion on this. I really disagree <laughs> with this. I think throwing flour on an invisible person will not then make them visible. Unless it's an invisibility cloak in Harry Potter. This is two different conversations. Unfortunately, <laughs> Annie, I believe you're pretty wrong. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll say this. Anytime I hear like a, my house creak or yeah. something like that, yeah. just to be safe, yeah. I go around and throw flour everywhere in case there's, <laughs> in case there's an invisible person. I've, I've wasted, oh, Lord, probably 75 pounds of flour. 
in my. You haven't had in, it baked in, good in your house in years, but you're right, very yeah. safe. He has yeah, a yeah. little fanny pack just full of flowers, so you can yeah. just kind of douse around when he walks into a new room. And the little one with a gluten allergy is pretty much yeah. in hell. So far, I haven't found any invisible people lurking, but you can't be too safe. Okay, yeah. uh, what is one thing you could do if you could stop time, Annie? One thing you could do if you could stop time. Not to be confused with if I could turn back time by share, which but, we will so play this is now. more of a this is more <laughs> of a uh, uh, Zach Morris situation. Yes, uh, the, uh, Saved by the Bell, where he could yes. pause time. Right, yeah. he could mm-hmm. pause time, and he keeps moving and talking. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Which at some point means all of he is going to be twenty years older than his friends. I don't know. Oh, the combined. Okay, Cameron, I think we listen. The combined time of that, Eddie, that is a that fascinating is science because experiment. Does his time continue? Well, it has to because. And why did he age. underuse that so much? He got to so much mischief. Well, and he's, so much a, trouble. he's afraid he of aging. Have, he's afraid of aging prematurely. He may have known what we we're just discovering. Right. How was he ever late yeah. to class? Right. Well, <laughs> right. he's saved by the bell every time. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> we could stop there. But you know what I mean? We could stop there because that's just freaking home run. <laughs> right. Yeah. And any one more. What board game makes you the most frustrated? Oh, I know this answer. Shoots and ladders. Let me tell you why. We can just okay. go. Shoots and ladders, there is no skill to it. It is literally you roll the dice yeah. and you go wherever the dice says, and then you land on a shoot or a ladder. And that is like hugely unfair so, to me. So I do not, not enjoy that yeah. game. One percent. Like I'm crushing it. I'm about to win. Now I'm at the beginning. That's not fair. Yeah. It's yeah. Not fair. It, it doesn't take yeah. any brains. Do not play games that do not take brains. Quote. That's what I'm saying. That's a really okay. interesting point. What about all these games that are popular now where like pie in the face, things like that, where you just like ta-ta-ta-ta and then, you know, you I get will, a pie in the face. I will be playing yeah. like, pie in Again, the face. it's just random, randomization. There's no skill, no thought involved. Well, they, they, well, it's not really. Have you played pie in the face, though? It is a thrill. Every time you click <laughs> that little, that thing. It's it, Russian so roulette. I mean, this yeah. is, it's they've Russian been doing roulette. this for hundreds of years. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like, I, <laughs> you know, I've always wondered when I watch Deer Hunter, like, man, what does it feel like? Oh, yeah. What with does a knife it feel through the like. fingers? Yeah, and, and now I'm clicking away on that little pie in the face thing, and it's it's tense. It is tense, and I mean, like I said, there is no strategy involved. It's right. just grit your teeth and hope you don't get the pie in the face. That's right. But here's the thing: fun. with that one, you know, you know it's random, and you know that the joke is that it's random. With shoots and ladders, you think I can do this. I'm a grown up. Yeah, yeah. I know how to move from space to space, right. and then all of a sudden you're destroyed. Right. Yeah. Okay, I have a pie in the face question because uh, one of the children will be opening this on Christmas. I forget. Oh. I forget which one. Per se. Okay. Which, what if? Yeah. So I will be playing this game somewhere around Christmas nine a.m. Yeah. What do you use for pie material? <laughs> what that whipped is, cream? Whipped cream. Yeah. Whipped cream. Okay. Well, what, wait. Why do we have to stop? Can't we? Can't we give him multiple options? You could put anything on that little hand. No, can't actually, you? That's true. Well, it has right. to be light enough that a very cheap piece of plastic can lift it oh, and I fling see. it at you. So it couldn't be just like a lovely chocolate pie, where no, at least I get to dish. lick some of the <laughs> chocolate off of my face. Ed- Eddie has baked three dozen pies in preparation <laughs> for Christmas. Preparation. He's <laughs> getting ready. They're all pretty heavy. They're all. <laughs> yeah. They're like yeah. pecan pies with like the little <laughs> things on the top. They're very dense pies. Those little things on top are pecans, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Eddie catches a pipe and hot blueberry right out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh my eyes! Yeah. A, a, a Christmas morning scalding. Lemon meringue was a mistake. <laughs> oh yeah, acid. <laughs> well, that was. You I have guess questions I, for Annie? I mean, I feel like we know almost everything there is to yeah, know. I about mean, that her. covers the Can essential I, bases. What are you doing for Christmas? 
uh, going back to Atlanta. That's where my family is. So I'll be there for a couple of days. And then I'm doing that thing. I say, y'all probably do this too. I'm doing that thing after Christmas where like I've determined I'm going to clean out 12 different parts of my house for, yeah. ready for the new year. And then I'll end up like watching movies. Yeah, no, I yeah. get that. It's you're we're not, you're not going to do that after Christmas. Yeah. You know, I have to preach after Christmas. Like well, get to preach. I'm preaching a sermon. Like doing just like a normal, thing. no, no, at summit. Really? Doing, yeah. Preaching the, so full. you're going back to the old stomping grounds. <laughs> so the, the, the backup pastors PS, for the is, holiday weekends said no. And so yeah. then they called the you, they're, they're, they're <laughs> reaching deep into the bench. They basically <laughs> pulled up a D league guy <laughs> yeah. because their main rotation is out injured. Right. They're at yeah, the yeah. end of the bench. They that is him. exactly what happened. Put me in coach. And by injured, you mean tired. They're just tired. Yeah. I have no idea where this was going and why I brought it back to me. Like, how did we get in three sentences from what Annie's doing after Christmas to like, I'm preaching at Summit? Well, you're you're at three, aren't you? Everything's about you. No, I'm a four, but still everything's about me. I'm a narcissistic four. It's just who I am. Oh, Enneagram. Annie knows a lot. What do you know about it? It's weird. I'm a seven. What are you guys? Jesse and Cameron, what are y'all? I am a seven with an eight wing and the eight is a very hard wing. You it's know a, a, I was about to say it'd have to be, uh, it would have to be a real eight it's wing. It's a yeah. hard eight wing. Cameron, you being a seven makes so much more sense about why you didn't text me back because <laughs> the pain point got to where you just ran from it. It's I get it. Exactly right. right. Which is because you are Annie. What's because your I also am a runner yeah. in that moment. <laughs> yeah. So next time, I'm just going to retext and make you engage in the pain. Oh, You're I'll, welcome. I'll, I'll, well, now I won't feel bad because I'm like, oh, hey, awesome. I missed your other one. I don't know how. And then I'll be like, hey, how are you? Yeah, you know. yeah that's my favorite. <laughs> I do that with my dad. My dad literally resends me the same text now like because mm. I won't reply to the one and he'll just copy and paste it again the next <laughs> I, day. I reply to his text, so he's never done that to me. I, yeah. I have cut off relationships because of that kind of dynamic <laughs> because it gets so in my head. Like it'll be three in the morning and I'm back. Like I wake up freaked out about oh. how I screwed up the relationship. And I'm just like, you know what? It is easier to never talk to this person. Oh, again. No. oh man, yeah. I'm not even you kidding. Know, I, yeah. The only thing I did, I didn't respond in a timely manner. The only rational thing to do is, is to send a text that says, never talk to me again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> move we need to move on with our lives. New phone or just throw your phone lives. in the ocean and start over brand new phone, brand new life. Who does new phone? So what, what are you, Annie? I'm a seven. Yeah. She is seven. A seven. Yeah. That's why you guys will ultimately kill each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that Spider-Man meme where right. we're just pointing yeah. at each right. other. This yeah. is yeah, a yeah, good yeah, situation yeah. where she's on TV <laughs> and you're in the room. But if you're ever both in the same room, yeah. we all have to clear out. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's going to be like Jesse and new Tyler. Uh, oh, new Tyler. Yeah. Well oh, done, that's Annie. Right. New good. Tyler yeah. Right? The, so new, the battle. This is battle royale. I, since I was not cordially <laughs> invited to the Christmas party, right. how did the, how did it go down, Jesse? Uh, I walked in. I I was like looking over the room. He was no, hiding no, no, behind no, 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 no. Hey, no, no. Tell the real story. This yeah. is actually truly this what happened. Real. When we arrived to the dinner that night, very nice yeah. dinner, rooftop at STK. Y'all were dressed so nicely. I did see that. Yeah, we were dressed yeah. nice. It was a beautiful dinner. Uh, New Tyler, Jesse and I were there and New Tyler arrived and he walks up to Jesse and quietly said, like on his drive down, he goes, I listened to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I I like gave him a big Christmas hug and I whispered right in your ear, right in his ear. I said, watch your back kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then I shivved him with a fork that I had taken off the table. But then the shiv broke because he's so strong and it was kind of awesome. And then he put me in like an arm bar and I tapped out immediately. I was like, wow, 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 wow. 
ow, ow. I, I, okay, can I say something about the, our Christmas party Friday night? Yeah. This was, this was, I still am thinking about this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I don't, yeah. Chandler wasn't there. I, I don't, I don't know that you even heard about this. He had to DJ. So, so, Chandler didn't yeah. go to the party? No, he had no, to DJ at the guest house. That was a real bummer. Yeah. He, yeah. he DJs as another job. Yeah, I was forced to eat his steak after I had already <laughs> eaten three. I mean, it was, it was one of the best I meals of my life. It was amazing. That's very intimidating of you, Jesse. Well done. So, you know, we had the rooftop at STK. It was beautiful. Uh, night, you know, just, you know, December in Florida is actually gorgeous and it was just incredible. Okay. Yeah. So after the party, you know, people were kind of groups of people were going, doing things. We Baby. were done around nine or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Calvin tells me, he goes, Hey, uh, for the afternoon party at the office, I actually ha- am friends with this magician and was going to see if he could come by and do some close up magic stuff, but it didn't work out. I was as I was talking to him because he's working tonight yeah. at the hangar bar across the street from STK, the waterfront bar right there oh. at, at, at uh, the same area. Or is he? And so right. So he goes, we could we should go over and see him. He's really great. And I was like, okay, I mean we'll hang out, you know. So about seven or eight of us, uh, old Tyler, Jesse, me, some friends, uh, we um we all went over there. And sure enough, a few minutes later. The guy comes around. He's just kind of walking around the crowd, and, and he sees Calvin. Oh, hey! And yeah. so he takes about twenty minutes to do some some tricks for us. Yeah. He's more of a he's. I, th- I was thinking card tricks. He's not a card trick guy. Yeah. He's more of a mentalist. Yeah, fork oh. tricks. A lot so, of fork tricks. So there are three things I'm going to tell you that he did, and this, I'm still thinking about all three of them. Okay, okay one. Uh, he tells uh, he tells Jesse there's some you know forks out. Or whatever. He tells Jesse to pick one up, right? And it yeah. wasn't one warmer than the others. Yeah, Jesse? yeah. I mean, he, he, he said, but I was feeling them all to see if one was like a trick fork. There was no trick fork, but one of them. Listen, I. What would you know uh, about listen, trick forks? Well, here's right, the thing. How are you going to know a trick fork from a regular fork? Right. As you know, uh, sometimes I, you know, um, I'm not always not pro devil, and so I dabbled in the dark. I've dabbled in the dark arts. Um, so I'm trying to hunt out a fork that I feel like has some darkness to it. And your knowledge of weird stuff is unlimited. So it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if you knew a fake oh, fork. Annie, it's yeah. unbelievable. I have never, I've been, I've calculated roughly. I think I've done like, a, you know, 300 shows yeah. at two, two hours a piece. I've never even hit the close to the depths of what this guy knows about random stuff. So carry on okay. with your fake fork. Okay. So, so either way, I'm, I'm hunting me. out the fake fork and I found the, it was the fork that was kind of warm, but it was the most unfake fork. Right. Like I, I, it was unbendable by my, yeah. by my mere human hands. So the guy wanted to show us the power of energy and connection and, and, and through a variety, you know, just like kind of <laughs> touch my hand, this, that, whatever. Uh, he's just holding it. He's holding the end of the fork with two fingers and, and the other end, the prongs start to stand up on end, okay? Yeah. And, bit, and the metal bends. Then and again, he wanted to show his power connection. And he had us rub our hands together and then like re- touch towards him or reach out towards him. And then he holds the fork, the bent fork up, upright. And he starts and it starts to tremble. Oh, and bad. the top starts to shake and spin. What? And it yeah. spun around and around and around and snapped in half because the, yeah. the metal bent. I have the fork. It is yeah. a metal fork that spun and bent and snapped in half. That is one thing he did. Well, Who so, did he make rub hands together? All, all eight of us just kind of yeah. rub our hands together to create energy. That's, that's yeah. a weird part. Okay, so yeah. then... Well, I mean, I, 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 to, to <laughs> be fair, he wasn't really, yeah, we, weren't really, we weren't really generating image, I, I, energy. What we were doing there is we were summoning demons. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This, was a, this is a totally pro-devil okay. party. I so, get it. So then, two more things, and these are the trippiest ones. He says, who here has known each other the longest? Jesse and I are like, well, us. Yeah. I've been like, 12 yeah. years. 
And he goes, well, normally this works with married couples, but I want to like show the connection that you two have with each other. This is we're sitting, this creepy. We're yeah. sitting three or four seats down from each other. We're nowhere near each other. And he, he said, everybody, keep your eyes open and watch me. But you two, shut your eyes, close your fists, and hold them out in front of you. So Jesse and I shut our eyes, close our fists, hold them out in front of him. About five, six seconds later, I feel him rub my, rub my uh, forearm, one, two, three, with his hand. Okay. He said, open your eyes. And he looked at Jesse and he said, what did you feel? And he, and he goes, I felt you rub my forearm with your hand. Three and everybody times. screams yeah. <laughs> because the guy never touched Jesse. He rubbed my forearm and was down by me, never touched Jesse. And everybody watched it happen. He said, uh, let's see if it, okay, let's I do this believe, again. I didn't believe everybody. I'm like, yeah. no, because I'm <laughs> really? eyes closed. I'm so, like, no, so, he touched so, me. So then let's do this again. What? When Jesse and I shut our eyes, oh, in our hands. I am not and okay listen, with listen. this. And then he, go, and then he says, and whatever. And I feel fabric or a feather rub my nose a few times. And he, and he opened, he says, open your eyes. And he looks at me and he said, what did you feel? And I said, what I just said. And everybody he, shrieks. He went over to Jesse and picked up Jesse's tie and rubbed Jesse's nose with his tie. And yeah. I felt it. And what? I'm 10 feet away. I don't like yeah. any of this. <laughs> what? Then. In the world. Okay. Then. David Blaine Then he says, Disney. does anybody have a quarter or a coin? And uh, Morgan was there and she said, yeah, I have one in my purse. And he said, okay, well, you take it out. And he said, I want you, and she takes out her quarter and he holds it in her hand. And he's like, here's a Sharpie. I want you to mark it, mark your initials, do something. So we know this is your quarter. And so she did. And he said, we hand it to him. And he pointed to me. And so he said, I want you to take this quarter in your hand and make a fist around it. And he's like, and then did you have everybody touch my hand? Yeah. 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 Everyone grabbed So he's like, I hand. want to show you the power of connection and, and what can happen. And did you weep when everybody energy. touched your hand? <laughs> so, we're all just so people like he started, my hand. he started screaming in Latin in like six different men's <laughs> No, listen, listen. <laughs> it was there. It was listen. So, so I have this quarter in the palm of my hand and I make a fist around it and I hold, hold my fist upside down. I don't even like this. And people touch my hand with their finger, okay? And then he says to me, do you feel the coin getting warmer? Because he's nowhere near us. He's standing a few feet away talking to us. And are your eyes open? Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm watching it. And he said, do you feel your... And you're wearing pants. Yes. And he said, do you feel the coin getting warmer? I said, yeah, I do. He goes, squeeze the quarter for me. And I squeezed oh, it. And he goes, did it bend? And I go, yeah. And I flip my hand over and open my hand and the quarter looked like a taco. It bent in half. It just curled up in my hand. And then it sure enough had Morgan's writing on it and it was yeah. her quarter and it was a normal quarter and my hand squeezed it and bent the quarter after it got So hot. this whole story is you wanting us to know how strong you are. <laughs> yeah. No, it also, was the craziest thing. Also, and I, we have it. I still have the quarter. That's a federal yeah. crime, that's my insane. friend. Oh my God. You're not you allowed to mess up money. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the, the weird thing is I will say you guys can check out the quarter, but if you do, you'll have pretty bad nightmares. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. There's something very evil about it. It's that like touching. Quarter. Dude. Okay, Jesse, what did you think when you saw it happen? How can you possibly? Yeah, what did you think, Jesse? And, and is there any like, do you have any inkling of how Jesse possibly- and I've been thinking and talking about this for five days now? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been thinking about it nonstop. I've been thinking about it from every angle. The only thing I was telling Dana, uh, the, uh, my wife, I was, I was saying like, the only reason she was like, "Man, that's creepy. That could be like, you know, some dark spiritual stuff." I'm like, the only reason I, I think it is like, let's say that you are like a real life sorcerer, right? That you. You've made a pact with the dark side okay. and have superpowers like awesome 
evil superpowers, right? The best. Is the payoff <laughs> that you are doing coin tricks at a booth <laughs> at, that, uh, at a restaurant that looks like a broke down uh, airplane from the Indiana Jones movies uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning on Saturday night? I feel like if you have those evil powers... Yeah. They're gonna be, you're going to be doing something way cooler. So I'm convinced you're a lot wealthier than genius. that if you have yeah. all those evil powers. Yeah, you can yeah. make your own money at that point. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I would have got ripped off by the devil in that one. If I would have sold my soul for evil powers, that's the best gig I the can get. The cynic in me, if it, if it wouldn't have been me and Jesse having experienced the what did you feel plan. thing, yeah. I would have thought he grabbed a couple of our friends in the hallway to the bathroom yeah. and just said, hey, by the way, I'm going to do this, right? Yeah. I would have thought that he would have put a fake quarter in Morgan's purse. I would have thought, you know, I saw it all with my own eyes and this guy didn't touch stuff. Like yeah. he just told us what to do. And his sleeves were rolled up too. Yeah. It was the craziest thing. And I can't stop thinking about have it. Have y'all not Googled this to see how to do it yet? Because aren't isn't every magic trick discoverable on the internet at this point? Yeah, and I kind of don't want to ruin it. I, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay, okay. I won't either. I won't well, either. Well, you know, the one thing that kind of clued me off to the solution a little bit is I went, uh, I was going to use the restroom at some point. And I walked into like a back room by mistake and I saw him back there with all these candles and a Ouija board. And like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I know. I think I got this one. I understand. And having people rub their hands together. There was a lot yeah. of Christmas connection going on at that magic yeah, show. Was, yeah, it was really evil. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so we had this wonderful, incredible Christmas party, all these fun memories, and all of those were completely erased because of what happened afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Whatever party, whatever. I don't even remember what happened before 10 New Tyler, everything. Yeah. You know what's crazy? That taco's going to be on the cover of Relevant. In the next <laughs> the quarter taco. <laughs> It'll be like, the devil is real. That's the headline. And the, the, bent, ta- the bent quarter will blow. We were wrong. <laughs> pro devil. We're now pro devil. Yeah. devil. We switch sides. We switch sides. We're pro devil now. Oh my gosh. Oh man. All right. Well, go, like, we have a great show in store for you despite this uh, unusual beginning. Hold on. I'm I'm scratching uh, my arm right now. Yeah. Uh, Chandler, do you feel that? I was wondering what, what, what <laughs> that was. Do you feel that on your left arm? Yeah, I was like, Chandler and I are very close. <laughs> very, very close. Coming up on the show later, we have Brian and Katie Torwalt joining us. Uh, worship leaders. They have an incredible new album out, but we're not going to talk about the new album. No. They are going to tell us their top five Christmas songs of all time, and we're going to tell them why they're wrong. No, I mean, they're yeah. going to defend. They're going to tell us. They're going to they're going to tell us why these are the top yeah. five. Their top five Christmas songs of all time. Did they pick Are we going to use words or are we just going to boo? Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. We're going to boo and I'm going to use dark powers to let them know how much I disapprove. It's going to get pretty easy. You guys, I just saw them doing a Christmas concert last week and they are so good. It's crazy. Are they awesome? Yeah, yeah. they really are. Oh, yeah. oh that's awesome. They're part of the, the Bethel and the Jesus culture scene out there. Oh, cool. The, yeah, 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 they were the opening for Johnny Swim's Christmas show. Sweet. They're very they not pro devil. I will say that. Yes. No, no, they're <laughs> they are the opposite. They're regretting the decision yeah. to be on the show. <laughs> no, they're listening. Like, can they bend a quarter? That is what I'm going to ask everyone. <laughs> Do you know how many like how many incredible like Christian artists have uh, gotten arguments with their managers after appearing on this show? Like, how did you book this? How did this get booked? They spent a lot of time talking about the dark arts, and then they had us come on. But you know, we have a brand. We, yeah. Um, also coming up later, uh, old Tyler joins us and we are going to take you guys, uh, kind of behind the scenes on the new issue of relevant. Um, nice. Russell brand is on the cover yeah. and Ooh. he had an, an unbelievable conversation with us about, uh, his addiction and then sobriety and how the message of Jesus changed his life. And basically Russell brand talks to us about Jesus, uh, for 10 pages and it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Chandler, did you feel that? 
Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Hey, moving the show along, it's time for our weekly look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for In Case You Missed It. Hey, in case you missed it, uh, news broke this week that The Office might return for the 2018-2019 season. What? Yep. The news comes in the wake of the recent success of NBC's reboot of Will and Grace. Um, The show would come back without Steve Carell and would feature some old and new cast members. Uh, It continued to be said at Dunder Mifflin, Scranton, uh, but a search to find a new star and a new regional manager, presumably, is underway. I mean, in theory. Yeah. We liked The Office, so it would be nice to watch. But the- did we like the last two seasons? Well, this is... I know. That's this is Jesse's... Yeah. Yeah. Is that Jesse it? will only watch if Jim refuses to be on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my thing is like, I, I rewatch The Office all the time, but I always stop when Michael leaves because it just got terrible. Like, yeah, they brought in I characters agree. that were just preposterous, like Robert California and Nellie, like characters that weren't were no longer based in reality. They were like Simpsons characters plopped into The Office world. They did the office at its prime. Nelly, Nelly, Nelly's probably the worst of that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nelly, Nelly the, I don't remember Nelly. Nelly yeah, tried to take the 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 job of the of Michael's job and and did, and she wasn't. She was that uh, British lady. Oh yeah, yes. that was a terrible arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but, the, the but did is, y'all like Will and Grace? Because I I think what I loved about the real Will and Grace reboot was it was all the original people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I didn't. I've never seen. Will and and Grace. they did a great job of like in the very first episode kind of going oh by the way the way the show wrapped up yeah none of that stuck and then just kind of went back to where they were (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah they they did exactly what we needed them to do for us to go yeah you're right let's go yeah we're fine we just want to have fun yeah uh hey in case you missed it this week it was announced john legend is going to star as jesus in NBC's upcoming Jesus Christ Superstar event. Interesting. The live TV version of the Andrew Lloyd Webber classic musical will air on Easter Sunday. Um, What's interesting is this will give uh, John Legend the opportunity to land an Emmy Award, which would be the final jewel in his nearly completed EGOT crown, (laughs) Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. He's the new Tracy Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, The chairman of NBC Entertainment called the casting groundbreaking as the traditional image of Christ will be seen in a new way. John Legend is magic. I love his voice. I think is, he's is, great. Is, he not, is he not one mm. of like the just the coolest dudes in pop culture? Like he I feel like there's like no him. dude that you're like, dude, John Legend is just cool. He's just a cool guy. You know, you know he was a worship leader in Chicago. Yeah. Huh. No. That's how he got his start in music. He was a worship leader in Chicago and then Kanye found him and then he turned into John Legend. <laughs> well, Classic Kanye. Yeah. Is that not his real name? No I, no, I think it's his real name. I, but I'm just saying Kanye discovered him like in the Chicago church yeah. scene. Yeah. And uh, that's how he kind of... Oh, and became... Oh, yeah. And it became... Wow. When you say became Legend. John Legend, I started to really dream about what his other last name could have yeah. been. <laughs> Ricky. A like, what makes name. you pick Legend as your last name? You must know Ricky. you're going after all those awards if you're yeah. going to pick Legend just as your last name. Yeah, Ricky Palmer. Yeah. 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 Bill Davidson. Normal. Bill Davidson. <laughs> John probably won't be remembered. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, John Legend. Yeah. That is, uh, have any of you ever played uh, Jesus in a musical or anything? Annie, anyone? Have you? No, salty. Eddie, let's I was hear. salty. You were I was, salty. I was Rhythm, his son. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and I'll count you both in. In two, one. In which one, Cameron? Which Because uh, ours was the one where it was the, he. I was Little Salty that was the baseball player. Oh, uh, I don't remember. It was just one of those sequels where he had a litter of children. I, yeah, sure. You know, I don't remember which one. <laughs> they had children, which raises so many questions, doesn't it? But we don't have time. But <laughs> yeah, I played Jesus one time. Did you really? Yeah, if we're talking about I knew that. that I had to be the end of the yeah, story. Of course, that's yeah, why. Okay, I mean, let's see. 
Oh yeah, just Godspell, no big deal. I, no. Maybe you guys saw it. It was tenth grade at my. Uh, I was in tenth grade. It was at my uh, church growing up. Special cummerbund for that uh, show. You know what? That is hurtful, and I don't like you listening to the old shows. I'd like to just move forward with new business. <laughs> hey, Do you Smith, still it. have a Godspell poster in your room from your performance? And you and you is your name on the poster? Yeah. Is my name on the poster? No, I no, I don't have a poster. But I was uh, I was terrible in it. I would say it was the first time I realized you can't act. Because like, I could sing the songs, because we've all heard it. I, I actually really don't know what they sound like. Yeah. What? What? How, could you? How does one of you, the songs? You're gonna go? do like all of, or all of them, or just, I'll just, get a guitar. Just the big, a big <laughs> one. I'll get a band. Uh, you know, day by just day. Just a medley. Oh dear Lord, these things I pray. You've never heard that song? No. Oh yeah. Well, I guess maybe it's not as cool as I thought. <laughs> is that the song? Is that the song at the end of Forty Year Old Virgin? I don't know, but it is the lyrics to when uh, meet the parents. Remember when he's sitting down and doing the awkward prayer because he's never prayed. Yeah, he's praying the words uh, of yeah. uh, day, day by day by from day, Godspell. By day, day. day by day by day. Really? Yeah. Oh dear and, Lord, these things I pray. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> Godspell. Eddie, so you realize you couldn't act, so you're more of like the double threat. You're more song and dance man. <laughs> yeah, but the acting. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. modeling. Don't forget the modeling. Acting was unbelievable yeah. because it was like when they said you just have to say, just say the lines. Just pre- think about the moment and say the lines. I was just, I was shot. Like, was like in here a, are words. Where do my hands scene? go? Why are my hands in like the in air? A sad scene. Did, did you think about like your cat dying and something? No, I had no. I didn't. <laughs> you were like I totally thought actor. you said yeah. in the sassy scenes. Yeah. I was like the right, very sassy okay, Jesus so, scenes. <laughs> so if you One, were directing two, little Eddie Coppolds in a play and you were trying to get him motivated and really capture the moment of a sassy scene, yeah. what would you tell him to tap into? <laughs> I would say, put on cats, grab your dad's <laughs> CD number two of cats, turn on old Deuteronomy and let pretend mom's not home and just see what happens. <laughs> to to dance you. like nobody's watching. <laughs> and let's, let's just explore the dining room area. Explore the, explore the space yeah. just explore the space because you can step all change and you need to own that <laughs> oh my goodness oh my gosh hey, i am that. sweating right now i too Woo! in case you missed it uh this week chance the rapper released another christmas album it's called uh, merry christmas little mama and it, and it now i guess it's going to be an annual collaboration between him and Southside native jeremiah uh, this year's entry uh, features nine new songs, a piano rendition of Stranger at the Table, and guest appearances from the likes of Hannibal Burris, Common, and Master of Nuns, uh, Lena Waith. Here's a clip of Down With That. It's better when you hug me When it's snowing down Ain't no fireplace burning On this side of town Don't throw salt on them Angels on the ground I'm not allowed to listen to this album because it's only explicit lyrics. Oh, no. my iTunes won't let me hear it. There are explicit lyrics in it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. Chance. Why would you do a Christmas with explicit lyrics? It's Chance. Why does he have a gospel yeah. album Go with explicit lyrics? It's just Chance. You yeah. know, that's what he does. Yeah, that's interesting. And he doesn't release a clean version of his stuff because he wants, like, he puts the lyrics in there intentionally. And he, the uh, art yeah. is the art. Right. I yeah. get that. Mm. Uh, which which is an interesting dynamic between explicit and profane. Yeah. A lot of music yeah. has just profanity. He actually has explicit lyrics more intentionally. Mm-hmm. I'm not justifying them. I'm just saying yeah. that's his rationale from what I can tell. 
Annie, yeah. are you going to release a clean version of 100 Days to Brave, or are you going <laughs> to nope. keep it pretty filthy? Nope. <laughs> you it's should... explicit. It's not profane. It's different. Yeah, it gets <laughs> really filthy. At one point, you wonder if she had anything to say. Available at Barnes & Noble and Target. 100 Days to Brave. <laughs> hey, in case you missed it, this is a big deal in the Christian world. This is my world. favorite story of the week, by the way, Cameron. You're about to read. Congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Carmen. Yes. The legendary 61-year-old CCM star and now life coach is no longer single. Carmen took to Facebook in an extremely Carmen-style post to announce he had just gotten married. He wrote, it's been a long time coming, but Uncle Carm, the proverbial bachelor, bit the dust tonight when I married (laughs) the new Dana Lichiardello in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I need him to never call himself Uncle Carm to me again. Yeah. Right. Uh, Carmen also said he's now 100% cancer free after being diagnosed with incurable cancer four years ago. That's incredible. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you've left us with not a lot to work with, Cameron. Let's get Eddie. What do you think? What do you think of his announcement? Because this is like, it's like he wrote his own, like, new, like, you know, when you read like the newlywed stuff in the newspaper, it says, it's been a long time coming. And I love it because he talks about himself in the third person, which I, if I ever, were to meet Carmen, I yeah. would expect nothing less. Uh, can I, I like, just say, I am verbatim, word for word, going to use this post to announce one day when I get married. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, but Uncle Cam, the proverbial yeah. bachelor, yeah. bit the dust tonight. No! No? No, that would be no a, you can't. That would be a Uncle great... Cam. Uncle Cam, the moment you describe yourself as uncle and someone hasn't... Like, when my nieces call me Uncle Eddie, well, that's sweet. The moment I call myself Uncle Anything, it's just like stranger danger, right? Like, I, yeah, this I is, feel like I feel like if you call yourself Uncle and shorten your first name, right? So Uncle Cam, Uncle yeah. Ed, Uncle yeah. Jess, I feel like you end up on a watch list immediately. I, like, immediately, that guy's you're up right. to no good. You're right. FBI. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. like it's, you're just not a good person yeah. anymore. And I, the whole I, Uncle Uncle Carm bit the dust. That all just feels. That just feels yeah. very well. Considering considering the last update we got from him was that he had incurable cancer. The the next post saying tonight he bit the dust is kind of sad. Yeah, it is. Well, is it is it a hat tip to his classic song "Satan Bite the Dust"? Oh, yeah. I, or his uh, uh, we there was one on da- you know if I was him I would have woven in the champion. Oh yeah, I would have woven yeah. in uh, riot <laughs> mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> what do you think about the outfit he chose to wear at his own wedding? A pretty deep plunging silk shirt. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, which was not a riddle to me. I expected that exactly. I, uh, yeah, I when I lived in Nashville from 2000 to 2002, I remember uh, you knew you were in a good restaurant, yeah, a good restaurant near Music Row, if you saw Carmen on a date, which okay. I did many times. <laughs> really? Oh, really? he was a bachelor about town. Wow. He would have the most beautiful women on his arm. And you know you're in a fancy restaurant. You knew you're in a fancy restaurant if Carmen took a girl on a date there. Can, can I? Can I, I? I have a lot of confidence that Carmen has never owned an undershirt. Every, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure as soon as he buys a dress shirt, he cuts off the top three buttons. That's his first move. <laughs> so can we talk about my other favorite part of this announcement? Yes. Is that he didn't mention the life coaching in the announcement itself. Thank no. you. <laughs> well, but somebody says some comment like congratulations or whatever, and it asks like a vague question, at which point he then does a pretty solid pitch for his life coaching. Did you see the, it? No, you're saying he did this? Yes. No. I'm saying the actual <gasps> post, you like a couple down, all of a sudden it's like Carmen life coaching. would love to talk to you more about how to no. change your whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like the Mormon church. They have the secret ceremonies and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're not sure what happens in the temple. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. Carmen's life coaching headquarters. Hey, I have a relevant TV <laughs> idea. We're, we're always thinking, we're always trying to cook up new videos and yeah. maybe we'll wait till Nathan gets back and do a formal pitch, but I'm just going to throw it out there to you guys. Yeah. This is a reality show that yeah, we like produce mm-hmm. that follows Chandler <laughs> as he's being life coached over the course of six weeks by Carmen. I got to tell we, you. Yeah. It's like, it's like we, we meet both of them day one, you know, yeah. Carmen gets Chandler to talk about all his life goals and we follow them for six weeks. Six reality. Weeks. Show style. Um, I would watch the heck out of that Listen, show. Listen, if you don't think we could get enough people to put the GoFundMe money toward that, yeah. you don't even know your audience. Uh, Those will people, pull, we will pay for that. Yeah. I will give my entire 2018 tithe yeah. to that effort. <laughs> that's, would that's everyone amazing. not watch that though? If it was Chandler you know what, Life Coach, it would, it would. That would. That would literally be. The th- one thing that my parents would want the oh, most, they would love you it. know, they, that I'd would, get a, they, they get would makeover, start dressing well. Oh my goodness. They, this would be the answer to all of their prayers. That at Chandler the end of finally, the six weeks, Chandler, not only is he, you have a new outlook on life. He like walks into the studio. Yeah. He's spray tanned. His hair is slicked back yeah. and he's wearing a dress shirt that is plunging almost to his belly button. Yeah. He's just a beautiful model on his arm. She's yeah. with him everywhere from yeah. now on. He's, he's uh, put on 15 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And he's referring to himself as Uncle Chan Chan. Six weeks to change your life, Chandler. I want to see this. Oh my God, seriously. I'm going to mention it on oh Christmas. My, my, parents will, my parents will pay for it. They, we don't hey, need to do a GoFundMe. Oh, yeah, listen, right. listen. We, I, hey, when I say that we're legitimately workshopping relevant TV ideas, I'm saying that truthfully. And this could be the hit, people. Jesse, do you know the six weeks thing? Is that a stat or is that a fact? Or no, are you just, I just thinking think that would be a, p- a perfect amount of time to really get him to, to, to change his ways? <laughs> I, I just need to say something out loud right now is yeah. that sometimes when we're playing around on the podcast, yeah. it's like, oh, we're just doing a like a bit funny yeah. thing. Yeah. This needs to yeah, get out of that yeah, realm yeah. and into a thing that happens. This would be better than the new office. This would be better than anything <laughs> yeah. ever yeah. would be to watch Chandler walk in. Get life coached by Carmen. just like very kind, gentle. Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carmen wouldn't know what to do with him. Like he yeah. Carmen's never met a guy like Chandler. Yeah, he, he wouldn't know yeah. just This is his, it's it's Carmen's greatest challenge today. This is a man who has he's boxed. He has he has won a gunfight with the devil at an old western trio. And he's beat incurable cancer. Yeah. Now Carmen must face his greatest challenge yet. Chandler. Hey, what's up, Carmen? Uh, I, I mean, by going? March, Carmen's life coaching skills are going to be a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. I'm calling oh, it. 100%. And oh, sweet. Uh, just, uh, like, I, I just cannot imagine how they would even... They're like aliens to each other. <laughs> they, 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 he wouldn't even know what to do. He's like, Chan- Can you picture the trailer for this show already? Like, it's it's Chandler, like, he's bunking up at Carmen's, you know, uh, uh, just palatial mansion. Like, there, gold, there's montages of them, like, state. Boxing, yeah. yeah. I, Wait, this is like like his life coaching is like a move in with him kind of thing. <laughs> and, and for the reality show, yeah, Chandler, you have to move into it. Oh, yeah, for yeah, the reality show, that. okay. Yeah, so but if this you refer is like your... an intensive is what we're putting y'all through. Oh my goodness! He, just, I, I, why, I, why do you wear a Supreme hat every day? And just Chandler's like. <laughs> My girlfriend bought it for me. Online. You, you know, you know who really, you know who really gets the bad end of this deal. It's like, hey Nathan, listen, man, we got this great idea for this new relevant TV show. But here's the thing: you got to move it with Chandler and Carmen for six weeks to film it. Yeah. So I mean, you got to you got to actually live there. Yeah. We want to we catch it all around the clock. So Chandler, uh, I'm going to stand by that you're the one who has the worst part of this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, got to grin and bear it. Sometimes. I love the fact that the way See? this is promoed is that <laughs> just said he's like <laughs> the man. Has 
has battled demons in a Western saloon. <laughs> he has beat incurable cancer, and now he faces his toughest challenge yet. Chandler. And it just cuts to Chandler. Yeah. And he's like, hey, are your, uh, your levels okay? <laughs> it, it cuts to Chandler like walking around the outside of his mansion playing Pokemon Go. And Carmen's on a balcony with his hands on his hip, just shaking my head. He goes, "My God, what have I gotten myself into this time?" Hey, Carmen, did did you know your did you know your fountain is actually a it's it's actually a, an arena? I made your fountain a poke gym. This is a big old pokey stop. Yeah. 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 And then it's just Carmen. Yeah, cool. He puts his hand on his forehead, like yeah. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I'm too deep. Do, 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 do. And then we have video of him in like a confessional, literally saying, "I don't think I can do this." Yeah, yeah. And then Chandler's just like, hey, "I'm gonna uh, dip out and grab a coffee." You want? Yeah. <laughs> Car- Carmen's got these two like heavyweight boxing bags, and him and him and uh, you know, like three weeks in, him and Chandler are just punching them in unison. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's you know they're they're doing uh, like choreography. It's God, Carmen's just yelling, "Say it, say it, say it!" And Chandler's just champion. make America great again. Oh. I'll say it. Chandler's wearing like a gray, a gray hoodie, like cut off at the mischief, like running yeah. up a hill, and he like gets halfway up the hill. He's like, "I can't do it! I can't!" Carver's like, "You can!" And they just pick up and run to the top of the hill and start dancing together. Yeah, I want to see this show. I do. Yeah, I, I, do, I, do show. I do too. Tanned up spray tans. I'm, I'm about oh, all man. of this. Oh. Yeah, they hey. both walk into a tanning salon together. Hey, Carmen. They do not. You know, Carmen has tanning salon in his home. Oh, yeah. They don't have to go anywhere. That's oh, where the West Wing is. I mean, it's yeah. down there. Yeah. It's the spray tans, and yeah. there's a he has a salon and the whole thing. Day, 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 week four, he takes you to his tailor to get a, un, to get a, a deep plunging white dr- collection of white dress shirts. Yeah, you don't, you don't buy those off the rack. Yeah. Those no, are no, no, all no, no. custom. That's a, that takes specialty. No, yeah. it's the Uncle yeah. Carm collection. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Now available at Men's Warehouse. We um, have, this yeah. is greenlit. Yeah. It needs to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if Nathan yeah. will agree to move in, that's the only. He, that, he will have to or yeah. some, or he will be fired and we'll find someone that will have to. Yeah. Nathan yeah. is it's not, not bigger it's than It's non-negotiable. It is non-negotiable. In your contract, it says if it ever, if the opportunity yeah, ever presents yeah. itself, you have to spend six weeks in Carmen's mansion. That's part of the deal. He knew that when he signed up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, in case you missed it, uh, Diddy wants to buy the Carolina Panthers football sure. team and then uh, sign Colin Kaepernick. Uh, this weekend, some shocking news came out of the NFL when uh, the Panthers owner, Jerry Richardson, announced that he would be putting the team up for sale. Yeah. Uh, the news came after a report in Sports Illustrated uh, that... Uh, found that the 81-year-old has faced numerous accusations of workplace misconduct, including sexual harassment and using racial slurs. Uh, Following the news, hip-hop mogul Diddy, Sean Diddy Combs, took to social media to tell fans that he is interested in buying the team. He added, I'll immediately address the Colin Kaepernick situation and put him in the running for next year's starting quarterback. Uh, It's just competition, baby. It's just competition. Uh, and then Steph Curry replied. He's like, I'm in. Like, yeah. I don't know if you saw that. That was, was fascinating a, yeah. to me. Yeah, because Steph Curry adds a level of, uh, like, Diddy just says wild things all the time. Yeah. Just for the, but Steph Curry does not. He's, like, measured and thoughtful. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. a huge Panthers fan because he grew yeah. up in, in Carolina because his dad played for the Hornets and stuff. Um, and then Diddy said uh, on Twitter, there are no majority African-American NFL owners. Let's make history. So I don't know why he's going to Twitter, like what he's advocating for. I thought it was fascinating. Crowdsourcing. So he's not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of the kind of new way of leading making stuff happen. Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
It I, would be it would be a show. It's feasible, right? I yeah. mean, they've well, got I mean, the, the money, guys, they've got the leadership. Well, he's worth about eight hundred million dollars because of Ciroc vodka and Bad Boy Records oh, and stuff that's like right. that. Yeah, he was so, the highest paid entertainer last year or something. Like, really? Yeah, it was because of vodka. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. But I mean, but a net worth of eight hundred million really isn't enough to buy a two billion dollar NFL team, right? So yeah, he'd well, have to get some. You know, other money, but, but he could still be the majority owner. Yeah, like yeah. hypothetically. But I mean, like Steph Curry could probably figure out a. You know, well, Steph Curry thousand. just signed a two hundred fifty million dollar contract. So <sighs> yeah, wowie zowie, they're doing That's all right. So crazy. How? Oh. Hey, lastly, in case you missed it, Kendrick, Frank Ocean, and Nerd collaborated on a new song about the police shooting of Keith Scott this week. Uh, Nerd is preparing to release their first album in seven years called "No One Ever Really Dies," which is Nerd. Yeah. Oh, no one cool. ever really dies. Oh, I see. And they're not shying away from difficult topics. Their first single is called Don't Do It. And it features Kendrick and Frank Ocean and addresses police brutality, specifically in the case of Keith Scott, who was killed by Charlotte police last year. The song also references police shootings and violence around the country, including in Ferguson, Baltimore, Tulsa, Baton Rouge, and other cities. Here's the clip. That'll do it for in case you missed it. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. You're listening to Dua Lipa. The song is New Rules. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Beck with No Distraction. It's so hot right now. So hot right now, that, that mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a new hot artist. That, that, that <laughs> brand new artist. In fact, Beck was big when I lived in Nashville and used to see Carmen around town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carmen has never heard the word Beck in his life. <laughs> he doesn't Literally, need to. He, doesn't he wouldn't need to. know what it is. Is that a man? Is that an animal? Is that a product? Beck's haircuts Beck? traditionally bother me, by the way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I'd know one of his haircuts, but are they... They're blonde and kind of frumpy. That's good. That's it. Yeah, they're just not... It just feels like they, he got up halfway through every time. <laughs> got you, up halfway through. Used a, used, used a floby. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not that tight. No. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. Thank oh, you, Cameron. It's just like a mess. He, like he just started, a mess on his head. He started styling his hair and then just got kind of bored and just walked out of the house. It yeah, basically that's that's it. it just got yeah. itchy yeah. around the collar and he just... Pull the thing off and he's like, I'm done. I can't do this. Well, this week's Slices segment is brought to you by Kiva. This holiday season, give a gift that lights up around the world. A Kiva card gives your loved ones the chance to back the dreams of refugees, small business owners, students, and those needing a chance on Kiva.org, the world's largest crowdfunding platform for social good. The best part is that on Kiva, you give a loan, not a donation. So as your friends and family get repaid, they can continue to recycle the Kiva card credit to fund more individuals. In small $25 increments, Kiva's growing global community of 1.6 million lenders have crowdfunded over a billion dollars in loans with a 97% repayment rate. It's a proof of a compelling mission and sustainable model. You may have heard the phrase, if you teach a man to fish, you can feed him for a lifetime. Well, Kiva's borrowers already know how to fish. They just need a little money to buy a net. Join in the movement and give the gift of opportunity today at kiva.org relevant. 
That's kiva.org slash relevant. Carmen has actually said if you teach a man to sing rap, you can yeah. feed him forever. So <laughs> you can if you teach a man to V neck. Yeah. yeah. You, you, oh. give, you give a man a collection of V necks, uh, some sing rap lyrics, and four dozen cans of Fidel Sassoon hairspray, yeah. and he's got himself a career. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the first time you've ever said Vidal Sassoon on the podcast? Uh, hey, can I uh, just say something about Kiva, though, real quick? Yeah. For, for real, yeah. though. Is it, this show comes out on Friday. That's right. FYI, in case people are i think i put an extra eye in but that's fine yeah. um people it's christmas is monday yeah. and it's just too late to do uh, nobody wants whatever you can get at this point yeah so walgreens do, is not an option no don't go to yeah. walmart or target yeah. just yeah. kiva yeah because kiva people will be general like i would just love to get a kiva gift card and be able to like spend christmas yeah. morning finding uh, something somebody to fund yeah. yeah and you're like well that's what i did on christmas you that know what matters cr- What's cool when you get into the social justice kind of micro lending world, you yes. find out the behind the scenes, a lot of these organizations work together. Yes. And we've done a lot of stuff with World Vision over the years mm-hmm. and in micro lending is specifically, which is what Kiva does. And I can't I come to find out Kiva and World Vision work together. Yes. So Kiva will fund World Vision projects that World Vision, uh, you know, yes. is like working in a country and Kiva funding will go through World Vision to the field and vice versa. Right. Like World Vision funding for micro lending will go through Kiva. I love right. learning about that stuff yeah. where organizations are working together for a greater impact. Because it's all connected, right? Water right. and cellular service and like eradication of disease and all these things yeah. work together to begin to yeah. build solid foundations. So That's right. Go Kiva. Go Kiva. Uh, okay, well, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right. Um, I love year-end stuff. I love like hearing about um, you know sort of these these aggregated interesting lists of of reflections on the past year. Annie, I want to ask you, what is the best movie that you saw in 2017? Just out of curiosity, Lady Bird. Lady Bird. That Solid is a good choice, choice because hundred percent. Because uh, Rotten Tomatoes recently lists that uh, released their list of the top ten best ranked movies of the year. Two of them got a 99. That was the highest. So two of them got a 99. Um, and one of them was Lady Bird. The other one was also a very relatively small budget movie. So anyone can guess which movie tied Lady Bird as the only other movie this year to get a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes? The uh, Big Sick. No, uh, Star Wars? Close. Cameron, guess? Oh, I, get, I would go with The Big Sick. What about Get Out or Get Out? Or the, oh, or, yeah. That, I can't watch it because it's scary. But oh, that movie. yeah. Yeah, Get Out. The, the, oh, um, wow. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a metaphor, a metaphor for um, you know you racial tension and and racial injustice. <laughs> you so said FYI, get out and Lady Bird. <laughs> yeah, serious, serious. <laughs> I know. I just trying to shift attention away from my egregious error of that extra eye. I was but, about to say you do not try to shift attention away from yourself, Eddie. Don't even play. I know. Chandler and Carmen, right? <laughs> get, get out and Lady Bird, both movies with like I said, relatively small budgets. Both got a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomato this year. And Cameron, you're right. Uh, uh right behind it at ninety eight was the big sick um, which was another relatively I feel like small that was movie a, that was Annie I was just confirming my I agreed with Annie that was Annie though yeah, yeah. Annie the, the big six yeah it was right behind it with 98 the, what's interesting is like other movies that were big blockbusters like Dunkirk Wonder Woman Logan also did well but they were like 92 93% the new Star Wars was 93% um, even Coco which was like the big Pixar movie that cost like a few all these movies are like a few hundred million dollar movies that got a 97 but they both fell behind Get Out uh, Lady Bird and big sick so an interesting year for movies where ones that don't really have that big of a budget 
really cash in on the tomato meter. Those were the, those beat out, um, like I said, uh, some even Thor Ragnarok, which was on the list. These are huge movies that indie filmmakers, uh, Greta Gerwig, Jordan Peele are are making a big impact. Uh, that shows you don't need a big budget to really draw big and, audiences. This and year. they brought up you know important social issues and stuff like that yeah. too. So I mean, yeah. that's, it's cool to see that. And they're being, just good storytelling. Right. Yeah. In the end, yeah. all those are really good stories. Right. Lady Bird was exceptional because I just felt like the um this like every character's psychology was airtight. Even the stuff they didn't explain, like the way the mom played the adult like an adult child of an alcoholic. Cause you find out just briefly yeah. that her mother was an alcoholic and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that's exact control, but they never per- explain yeah. it and they never like do a lot of work. It's just perfect. Like every yeah. character is exactly like, but, but they do it without like um, giving it away. I could not believe that movie. It's the first time in a long time. Like I could not, I had to like lean back cause I was, I was crying. Really? I, just, I could not, pull it together during that movie. It was overwhelming. Kind of like Legally Blonde 2. Legally Blonde 2, <laughs> when she does her resume on Smelly Paper, oh gosh, you're just really like, oh you know. This is her. It's airtight. You know it's the just, world. Yeah. yeah. Speed this 2 cruise control. Legally yeah. Blonde. Eddie, what got you crying? When did you start crying? You want to know? It was weird. I do. That's why I asked. When? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. This student has become the I teacher. I love you. That's really why I asked. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my like, hey, little Eddie, peak can in I insecurity. Like, I don't you really, really want to hear from me? And my, my, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Jesse, it, plug your ears. It was a weird scene, but it was uh, when they when she graduates, and then they cut to where they have dinner, yeah. and they're at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. There was something about the fact that like this was such a huge special day, but they were still at this kind of junky restaurant and there wasn't a lot of food on the table. Yeah. And they're like, it was still like they were doing their best to celebrate, but they still didn't have what they needed to be able to yeah. like, there was, it was like, there are a lot of really beautiful, sad scenes, but that scene like, and the way they all interacted as a family, it was, I, it was too perfect. Was it, was it like your household growing up? Gosh. My child arrived just the other day. <laughs> Some cats in the cradle. That's what I was yes. saying. No, I no, it wasn't like my household growing up. We well, know, I mean, my, your dad my, has the my jar of hair. food. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, hey, you know what's the difference between you and I is when I saw you that scene, souls? I was just thinking. Man, I really want Mexican food. Right now. Yeah. I am starving. <laughs> but but it's all, but the other th- cool thing is like the, the diversity at the top of the list. Oh, Kumel yeah. Ninjani for the big sick. You know Jordan Peele and Greta Gerwig. Um, you know it's a, it's a diverse year and also one that it, these are basically like indie films that that dominated mm-hmm. and they're up. They're not like they're not like the you know some years there's like indie films that are like a weird foreign film that's like technically really great, but it's like, I would only get, I'm only going to watch this once out of obligation. Never want to see it again. These were watchable, fun movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. and I, speaking of the diversity thing after a couple of years ago, you know, the hashtag Oscar's so white. It's yeah. awesome. It's awesome to see that, you know, that's maybe being addressed, not just with the indie films, but star Wars and so many other, the major franchises uh, having a little bit more gender and racial diversity, yeah. you know, wonder woman and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that's good to see too. Yeah, uh, Chandler. Just as a quick FYI, when you're at the Carmen House, yep. you may want to watch the Academy Awards, but you'll be watching a replay of the '84 Dove Awards. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, which was the heyday. '84, '94. Yeah, I thought '84, '94 Dove Awards. He had a clean sweep. He literally won in every category. <laughs> yeah. It's never been done. Yet. Pop, 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 yeah. Worship. Uh, yeah, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, this yep. is how you do an acceptance speech. Watch this. Watch this. And then you watch him give his acceptance speech. All right. What do you have, Eddie? Best rap album of 1986. <laughs> uh, okay. Real quick one. So it's a quick story, but I really am curious what you would do if you were in the same position. So this is out of Scotland, Connecticut. Curveball. Residents of the rural town. Because <laughs> if you had just said Whoa. Scotland. I would have thought you were talking about the real Scotland. Yeah, yeah. This is Scotland. Not fake Scotland. No, this I is think like, the people in Scotland, Connecticut would say, this is also the real Scotland. Well, <laughs> and it, now it kind of is. Good podcast transition, fellow podcaster. So there are 1,694 residents of Scotland, Connecticut, and they are becoming lords and ladies of a, U- a UK country that has the same name. So the Scottish land preservation, um, it, this, it gets into like a bunch of government-y stuff, but the, but the Scottish land preservation in actual Scotland has given this small city, uh, what, like 0.09 square meters of land on a nature reserve in like the actual woods of Scotland as sort of a gift to what they would consider like one of their sister cities. So sure. this place, this Scotland, Connecticut has the Highland games every year. Yeah. Their founder was Scottish. And so they're trying to like do this little thing where they bridge the gap. So basically what has happened is every resident now of Scotland has an actual deed. They are actual Lords and ladies in Scotland and they each own about a little under a square foot plot of land in Scotland. So if you own land, you're That's a Lord rad. or a lady. In Scotland, you yeah. are, but oh. also in America now. You are, you yeah. and I are both, well, I guess I don't own anything. The bank owns it still, but I can be kind of Lord Coffolds. I like it. I know you do. That's cool. <laughs> Lord String. Go uh, so the question, of course, is you get a foot of land, you think it's useless. Yeah. I don't think it's useless at all. I'm curious what Build you do. Uh, option one, set up a gumball machine. No big deal. That thing's generating I, I income. T- t- Eddie texted me about this morning. He said, what would you do with a foot of land? And I, I had an him easy at 2 solution. 2 a.m. <laughs> you, you, t- you up? You up? Yeah. And yeah, I, I said, thinking yeah, about I've my been foot thinking of- about what I do with a foot of land. Is that what you're going to ask yeah. me about? You want a slice? <laughs> yeah. I, you up I would, want a slice? <laughs> I would put a telephone pole there. And then, pole. because no one owns the sky, we know that. We've established <laughs> this. The sky no belongs the sky. to us all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've legally, I've looked into this. Yeah. I would build a telephone pole, yeah. right? And it would be a giant bird's nest sty- type of treehouse that I would then live in. And I would only need, my property line is only a foot, just enough for the pole. But right. the sky is my domain at that point. And so, I, so you you would cast your neighbors into sh- just constant shade and yes. no mm-hmm. sunlight, and their their land would wither and die because mm-hmm. you want to take all the sky. It, it's and, it's whoever gets there first. It's it's <laughs> and I would sink the pole day one and then start throwing stuff down on my neighbors if they try to yeah. build. That's I mean <laughs> that's the rule of the sky. We, we so the, basically <laughs> you envision your future domain to be like an Ewok village yes. or the Jetsons. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a Jetson situation. It's yes. a big exactly. pole with a yes. huge building on top. Yes. Right. But, well, because I'm going to blow some people's mind right now because I'm looking yeah. in to buy a beach house right now, you yeah. know, and everyone knows beach houses are in stilts. I'm not buying a lot. I'm buying four tiny cubes of land <laughs> and that I will build the stilts on and build going the beach up, house on. Going up so, 75 feet where it's, where it's open public domain. Right. The only people you got to do is get clearance from the FAA. Yeah. You can build whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be four inches off the ground. You know, I mean, right. look, the sky is s- the sky. Yeah. And I got to say, in addition, like, I think you also got to drill down because we've seen. Yeah, for sure. There will be blood, right? right. You go down, whatever yeah. is down. All the milkshakes oh, down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drainage, Eli. Drainage. <laughs> like, right? Like, you got to go down, get all that, whatever's down there. Pete. 
A lot of peat a lot in, of peat. in Scotland. Yeah, I, a lot of people don't know this, and and I don't mean to get grisly here, but yeah. if you <laughs> if you were to jump and commit right. a murder while jumping in the air, that's right. Legally, you're legally? outside of America's jurisdiction. Again, yeah, you're not bound by the rules of the ground. <laughs> you, you only can have commit to whatever you're only you bound want by sky to. Rules. If, nope, you have to inform yeah. the FAA. Which is martial law that, up there. Yeah, you've committed a murder. You tell the FAA. That's exactly right, Annie. You say, "Hey, I killed someone whilst jumping," yeah. and they'll say, "Were you in the air?" Yep. Well, that's clearance yeah. then. You yeah, do I mean, you we have no jurisdiction. They would say you're outside of the United States at that point. So I don't know who's going to try you. A lot of people yeah. don't know it's a loophole. It's a dark loophole, but it is a loophole. <laughs> hey, Eddie, what do you have? Okay, I love this slice so much. Originally, I wanted to find a slice about what happens to candy canes after Christmas, and no one's talking about that. So Whoa. detective work is what about do you to commence. Think happens to Jesse. Them? Literally just started typing on his keyboard. I saw him. He's like, "I'll find it." Top five yeah. lists. I know. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. What happens to them after Christmas? Like, you, do, what do, happens in the stores? Do they go into cold storage and just come back out next year? Oh, 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 oh! We're talking about unsold candy canes. What happens with the stock? Because there's a lot. What happens to them? There's shelves and what happens and shelves. in that factory? I don't know. There's a huge, huge uh, warehouse in, I think it's like South Georgia. Yeah. And huge, huge, huge. And it holds all of those, like uh, basically like those pop-up Halloween shops. So they just bring everything back to the warehouse. It sits there for 11 months, and then it goes to those Halloween shops all over the country. It's like one person's business, and the guy is a multimillionaire because he just buys like he'll say like i'll lease this empty you know yeah, old kmart that nobody's yeah, yeah yeah brings all junk down there fills it up brings it back to the warehouse but the, yeah this is a valid question about where does the can- seasonal candy go they and melt happens, it down and what happens to the the workers at the candy cane factory uh, you know the other 10 months a year these are my concerns Cameron. I, th- I think they melt they it down in like a big vat and then you know just just let it uh, simmer until no, it turns stir it for season. 10 months. No, a big yeah. vat. And then they spit out the little dollop sized ones and yeah. give them to old timey restaurants Bob's. for when you check out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think so? That's not even my slice, but no. you're welcome for all the research. I responded to, that. to a non news mind bender. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. Here's my slice. Do you, did you guys know this already? That they just found in New Zealand fossils from a penguin that were human sized five foot 10 220 pounds they think (laughs) penguins that are the size of grown men we knew it was coming we did we always (laughs) that's terrifying we always had a feeling that the penguins at one point were so you're saying current you knew that the current penguins were kind of shetland ponies that we evolved from penguins yes (laughs) shetland ponies (laughs) yeah they were a very early form of transportation. <laughs> I wish I wish penguins were that big again because one, I would not be afraid of them. Two, you can ride them. Three, this sounds kind of messed up, but for some reason, I'd love to just tackle one in the open field. It seems like a really fun animal to like. Every waiter tackle. at a fancy restaurant would lose his job if right. they were still around. Do, do you think, Jesse, when you tackle it, that it's like one of those weeble wobble things like when you had when you were a little kid and oh, it pops right back up? Yeah. Or totally. do you think it's like a turtle and it can't flip itself over? I, I, I think I'd probably have to help it back over, but I think it would make a funny squeaking sound when I like <laughs> when we both hit the ground. I think you're underestimating together. the beak size on yeah. this thing, Jesse. No. I don't think it's a safe animal. I think I a five foot ten behind. penguin is a predator. Yeah. Annie, I have a question. It never about sees me coming. I never they, sees me coming. Could they fly back then when they were that size? 
Because they could commit crimes as soon as they were up in the air, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. But imagine, <laughs> imagine, because have you ever seen down at the penguin encounter at SeaWorld? Have I you have. seen how fast those things swim under the water? It's unbelievable. Imagine one that's yeah. 15 times the size. Yeah. That yeah, thing but is I'm not like going to tango with it on land, on, in the water. I'm tackling and messing with it on <laughs> land where I am way <laughs> but faster. All I'm and picturing we'll, now is you and a penguin doing the tango. So yeah. that's all that's <laughs> happening in my head. I, w- I would tackle and be like, you know what? I'm not even going to run. You're going to waddle and I'm just going to leave leisurely walk away while he waddle after me mad because i tackled you big deal all right well that'll do it for slices stay tuned up next brian and katie torwalt join us we're talking christmas music i don't care what the neighbors say christmas time is near i don't care what anyone says christmas is full of cheer all i know is the santa sleigh is making its way to the usa Casablancas. The song is Christmas Tree. Did that with passion. Yeah, it's, it's a long, it's a long word. I had to power through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode of the Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating your site with Squarespace is easy. Their simple, intuitive process lets you add and arrange your content and features with a click of a mouse. You can even design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace's award-winning templates, seamless commerce tools, customizable settings, and more, all without a single plugin. And Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain included for free. And don't forget, they have amazing 24-7 customer support. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase just for Relevant Podcast listeners. Love Squarespace. Squarespace.com. Offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Set your website apart. Husband and wife duo Brian and Katie Toralt are worship leaders and songwriters who are part of the Jesus Culture movement. They just released their brand new Christmas EP featuring a selection of holiday favorites. We asked Brian and Katie to come on this week and discuss their five favorite Christmas songs of all time and defend their choices. Here are Brian and Katie Turwalt. Hi. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Annie just saw you in concert in Nashville recently. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I did. When you guys opened for Johnny Slim, you were so, so good. Aw, thank you. Were you you at the one um, just recently on the 19th? Were you at the one, The the first one on the 8th? I was at the first one. Tell me the difference, though. We were working out our nerves still on that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I will strongly disagree with you because when y'all sang the Emmanuel song, oh, the room shifted. I mean, it was incredible. Oh. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, to, to celebrate your new Christmas EP, we thought, who better to have come on the podcast this week? You know, clearly you guys are experts in Christmas music. <laughs> we want to we want to talk through and hear uh, your favorite five Christmas songs of all time. And uh, we have the clips loaded yeah. up, and we thought you guys could talk us through them and tell us why these are your favorite songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. All right. So coming in the the Torwalt's number five favorite Christmas song of all time. Number five is the 
Vince Garali Trio Christmas Time is here from Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yes, it's so fun for us. Anytime that comes on the radio, I think, especially for Brian, he listens to it, or he watched Charlie Brown, like all the Charlie Brown movies for all the holidays. So nostalgic. So... It puts us right in the in the mood. Definitely classic. Oh, this yeah, is like this when you is... need to have on record and just like this, oh yeah, this is like the Christmas Eve soundtrack. See, I thought we would have major disagreements yeah. about best of all time. I, I, the question I have is why is this not number one? Yeah, this yeah, is right? serious. <laughs> I feel like it's low being five. Well, I know five's it's a little low. It was hard to pick. It, yeah. it was really hard. Yeah. If number one is Mariah Carey, or if she did anything, <laughs> we're immediately hanging out. Yeah. If it's Christmas shoes, unfortunately, <laughs> un- yeah, we'll unfortunately be cutting this segment, and you're gonna have number to figure one out is something Christmas else. Shoes. We just put our secret out there. Destiny's right. Child Christmas. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mad at that. Br- Br- Brian and Katie, I, I actually. I, I already find your selections problematic because this shows me that they're not all five Mannheim Steamroller, which yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought it was... Already, already decided that. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's that's awesome. Yep, yeah, that's our number five. For this sure. song alone makes me want to own a record player. You, you do want a record player. It's awesome. Yeah, and it true. sounds so nice it's and scratchy. True. All right, that was a good okay, number, number four. That's a good solid one. I think a little low, but let's see what you think is better. Let's see what they bring. That's yeah. good. <laughs> No, All right. it's hard to pick the order, right? <laughs> All right, number four, we went with, um, this one's a little bit maybe out of left field, but it's the Christmas Waltz and the version by our good friends that we just opened for, Johnny Swim. It's mm-hmm. really special. Love their version. You know, we, we mostly stick to the classics by the classics, but there's always an exception to the rule, I think. That is pretty. We're listening. Oh. Yeah, she's got a great voice. So I mean, you know, it's a really yeah, good yeah. They sound amazing together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on yeah. pins and needles about what Jesse wants to say here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Eddie's a big fan of any kind of waltz, any kind of waltz, any, especially the Christmas waltz. Any waltz. Any one, two, three. Yeah. I put on a just a beautiful waltz. <laughs> I send the girls out to Panera. Yeah. I put on a nice waltz. It's <laughs> like nobody's watching. I put on my gentleman overcoat. Dance <laughs> <laughs> like oh, mom's not home, Eddie. <laughs> Love it. All right, solid, solid. Again, I, I can't yeah. imagine what number three. I'm uh, shocked we haven't are. got a Mannheim steamroller yet. I'm yeah. shocked and I'm starting to get concerned, <laughs> I know, guys. You sound disappointed about uh, that. No, no, that. That mostly we went pretty classic, but that one was, I mean, it's a classic song, but just a, you know, a new newer take, version, yeah. new take on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We gotta, we gotta give some love shout out there because yeah. they're, they're our top top. Yeah. So. All right. So coming in at number yeah. three, number three, we went way classic white Christmas Bing Crosby. Yeah. yeah that's you are yeah. really doing yeah. a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Have a while. I love that guy. You know what I'm you know what I'm noticing? And this okay. is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Worship leaders, so far three songs, no mention of Jesus. <laughs> and again, I feel like I'm harping on something here. It's a pretty hard one. I feel like I'm harping on something here, but I feel like a real Christmas song is a minimum 14 and a half minutes long and has three different guitar solos. And I haven't heard any of that. And I don't know that then we're celebrating the same holiday, guys. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm it's celebrating true. the birth yeah, of our Lord and Savior. I think it's a very significant religious and spiritual moment sure. every year. I'm just hearing a lot of 
white Christmas, old-timey nostalgia. I'm not hearing My savior any- comes riding in on a white horse with a guitar blazing and a flaming sword. <laughs> and he takes laps for 14 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Pumping, when my grandmother comes up. over, we put on the Trans-Siberian record. Do you really? show her... Well, she's there dead. There it is. Oh. Yeah, she's dead, so it's not real. She's oh, okay. It's not your fault. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Well, no, none of you did it. It's not any of your fault. I mean, this is what happens. It's the passage of time. Okay, so let's see if the top two have any mention of Jesus in the Torwald's uh, top two Christmas songs of all time. It's not going to be... Just a hoping. Yes. So, number two is Oh Holy Night and the Celine Dion version. Because oh. I'm a big fan. And there's no shame in my game. No shame. If Here someone's going to hit that high note, it needs to be her. Oh, yeah. Or Christina. Exactly. I, I mean, Mariah, back in her day. No, no Mariah. Yeah. Come on. There is no Mariah. This just has a, this has it, a more elegant feel to it than the Mariah yeah. version. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. This just got me in the Christmas spirit. That's good. Well, I'm just going to harp for a second. Do they say Jesus in that song? Well, it's all holy night. Yeah, Yeah, but they could be talking about any night. Cameron, I don't care. I'm just saying. Are we standing on? So you're saying, Danny, you're along the lines that you pray without ceasing. So this could be any night is a holy night. night. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. I played that in July. And I mean, if you listen to those verses, you guys, I'm telling you, they are a worship moment. We actually just snuck in a half a verse. The second verse in our set um, in Nashville when we opened, and I was like, "If we don't, if we don't write worship songs with this kind of lyric, I mean, what are we doing? It's just so good. There's some good stuff in there. That is good. It, I will say there is a lyric, and it's a kind of a tricky one, though, Annie. It's "Oh Night When Christ Was Born." Oh, oh that's the, right. That so it was right. about Christmas. <laughs> it might be about baby Jesus. I don't I know. I sit corrected. I, I don't know. I Metaphors think so. are hard. I think you should allude to the fact that it's probably, probably. about baby. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. The, the number one. Now, I, I'll tell you this. Jesse's I know how angry. I know how hard it is Seeding to rank songs because we <laughs> yeah. you know, irrelevant this week. We've been working on our top twenty-five albums of the year, right? And literally, like there are seven or eight of us, like in a in a chat group, like debating. It's not the twenty-five. We're pretty well agreed on the twenty-five. Yeah. It's the order mm-hmm. of the twenty-five. It's the you know? order. It's the order uh, that. Might, it, it, it's that, like yeah. should the tour wall to be at number two or number one? Right. Like, hard That's the question. Where you were asking the right question. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, um, they're like, oh, that's yeah. so sweet, <laughs> so sweet. Coming in at number one, Carmen. <laughs> oh no. Okay, the Torwalt's number one Christmas song of all time. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. Here we go. Number oh, one man. Christmas song of all time is. Go ahead, Brandon. We have the Christmas song, Nat King Cole. Oh yeah. Chestnuts. Oh, yeah. The second yet album, again, not about Jesus. Everything. <laughs> But and, they had the one in there. No, right so here. Jack yeah. Frost snipping at your nose. And real. once again, this song is a maximum of three and a half minutes. I'm not even. I'm that. That right. should just be the drum belt <laughs> in a real Christmas song. <laughs> 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 These are the top five songs you play as a prelude to Mannheim Steamroller, Jesse. Yeah, exactly. Annie, this is also the second yeah. album yeah, yeah, you need yeah. to buy as a record. I mean, this is just, this is an evening cordial being swirled gently in a glass as the kids fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? I don't have kids, but I'll swirl that cordial. Well, it's not all about you, Annie. Sometimes I'm, I'm talking about me. You need to have this on vinyl for sure. Yeah. For Christmas. We'll find it hard to sleep. There you go. Hey, thanks for joining us. It was cool having you on the show. It was Thank awesome you. having you on the show. Thanks oh, for having thanks us. Thanks so much for having us. Fun. Merry Christmas. There we go. Say happy holidays. 
And- Cameron, my only problem with that top five list is you did a terrible mouth drum roll. Oh, the br- oh, yeah. Br- yeah, it's, it's like a John Madden drum roll. I can put in a, you know, yeah, yeah, drum do that. Post. No, my no, mic. I want to. Yeah. No, no, no. I think he needs to stand for that. I, I, had, had, take, I had just <laughs> taken a, <laughs> I had just taken a swig of my water bottle, and, but with the moment called for a drum solo, right, or a drum fill, drum roll. Yeah. I'm not going to deny the moment. I'm not going to deny the moment just because I had hydration in my mouth. You just don't really understand how a drum roll sounds. So in your head, it's like. Like, no. But thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm here to help. Beautiful. (laughs) Stay tuned. Up next, we look inside the new issue of Relevant. Listening to Stefan Don featuring French Montana. The song is hurting me. I should I should have probably played I should have probably played one of the artists that are in the new issue of Relevant because that's what we're talking about now. Okay, so Eddie and Annie have stepped out of the room and we are inviting in to join us old Tyler Huckabee. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! I don't answer. I don't answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> and our new managing editor Andre Henry. Welcome. Uh, we want to take a couple minutes and tell you guys about the brand new issue of Relevant, the January uh, February issue, um, which is shipping now. It'll be hitting newsstands on the first, um, and uh, it features some really exciting uh, pieces. We're not going to uh, go into everything in the new issue, but there's a couple of highlights we are, we're excited to tell you about. Uh, the cover, which I mentioned earlier, features uh, Russell Brand, controversial comedian and actor, uh, and now activist, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Brand, uh, having a very unique conversation with us, probably a conversation that would only appear irrelevant. Jesse, yeah. uh, tell us about it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as a lot of people know, if you know Russell Brand, you know that uh, part of his story and his identity is about his kind of journey into sobriety, which has been over a decade. He used to be addicted to a lot of different substances and behaviors. And so initially, that's what I thought the conversation was going to be about. But it quickly, when we were talking, turned towards faith and turned specifically towards his embrace of the teachings of Jesus. And had he had a lot of thoughts about uh, the Bible and prayer and why culture needs the message of Jesus now more than ever. I, I was I was shocked by the conversation, but it was also one of my favorite interviews I've ever done, and I'm thrilled that uh, we can kind of present it in this story. Now, Jesse, my favorite part of this uh, interview. Now, behind the scenes, people yeah. people <laughs> probably think that like. Every magazine story you go and you spend the the writer spends the day with the person and stuff like that and then sometimes that's true like uh, yeah. uh, that happened in a few of the features in this issue but in the and Russell was in <laughs> London so we did a phone interview and yeah. uh, Jesse about twenty minutes into the conversation what happened 
Yes. <laughs> so we're working through, uh, like, because he's in London and I'm here and we're using Skype and all this different stuff, uh, his people, like, set up a line for us to both call into and we can have our conversation. So uh, we're talking and, uh, you know, he's talking about uh, addiction and all these things. And I start talking more about relevant and how, you know, we approach things from this Christian perspective. And he gets really interested and starts diving into his faith. And um, right then, we hear a voice come on the line. It's like, hi, it's Becky. I'm ready for the call. And uh, then a few minutes is like, uh, Frank here, getting on board. <laughs> Me and Russell are trying to have an intimate conversation. And Russell's like, uh, and who might Becky be? And he starts bantering with these people who are calling into some like random conference line. The number that, that we had got out somehow, it was one of those things where just a, a ton of random people. So Russell, uh, uh, joked around with these people who had no idea who he was and, or, or didn't know that he was Russell Brand. And then he was like, don't worry, we'll reconnect. So, Literally weeks go by and I think the interview, I think we lost the interview. Um, he's a very tough guy to pin down and schedule. Even his people kept saying that. He seems like, so, he, like a cat, you know, just kind of yeah. like, or a squirrel. He's <laughs> like a squirrel. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah, it's really tough to pin. Really yeah. Tough. And so, so his people basically are like, listen, we want to make it happen, but we don't know when it will and if it will. So a month goes by and I think, well, we're going to have to find, this is, I can't, I don't have enough to run. And so I get an email one morning and it's like Russell will call you in one hour two hours go by he does call and I'm like hey listen uh well he answered he goes well that call took a long time to reconnect didn't it he's like one minute he goes one minute I'm talking about our lord and savior and next minute I got Becky on the line he's like what do you know a month went by but I will say this to his credit he jumped right back in and we had a fantastic conversation your your impersonation of Russell Brand calls to mind a Dickensian chimney sweep <laughs> like like coming down the jet like with presents for all the orphans uh, and I, th- I think Russell would be very touched by what doesn't sound like him but sounds like a very nice chap a British gentleman <laughs> I think it's pretty good uh, I also an issue we have a lot of highlights and I'll, I'll, we won't get into all of them but uh, I want to tell you about what's in the issue. Um, we have some great artists, Atlas Genius and Jesse Ware are in the issue that we talked to the Lone Bellow. Uh, we highlight six, we find six churches that are kind of changing everything. And uh, that was fascinating to me. Uh, Tyler, you're the one who kind of, who led this piece. Um, and we found some churches, you know, there's so much kind of negativity right now about Christians and, and the larger culture and how millennials are even like leaving the church. And we want to find six churches that are kind of breaking the mold and doing things that are creating a, a real impact in their in their communities. And the ones we found and, and highlighting the issue are, are phenomenal. Oh, man, it was like really cool that because uh, I because I, I feel like and I think a lot of people who've been to church have had this experience. A new church rolls into town, starts a plant and says, are you tired or tired of church the old way? Well, we're going to do church different here. We have rock and roll music on stage <laughs> and, and we wear, you know, I don't know, aviator. And it never feels all that different. So I actually took to, I started I, I Googled and I actually took to so people who follow me on Twitter probably saw uh, I asked just people who knew 
of cool churches that were doing something different in their communities. I got a lot of responses and I'm really thankful for people who called my attention to some churches, a lot of which aren't like huge, you know, they're not the mega churches, yeah. but they are doing things that, uh, that really caught my eye. And it was a really, uh, there's, there's a, like Cameron said, there's a lot of stories out there that I'm not super pumped about, about the church right now. So this was a very reassuring and encouraging article for me to work on. I hope it's an encouraging one for people to read. I actually, I rarely write for the magazine other than my editor's note. And uh, this issue, I got the chance to go out to LA and talk to Pete Holmes, mm, the comedian Pete yeah. Holmes. Uh, the second season of Crashing is coming out on HBO in January. And um, and I went out there a couple months ago and had like a two and a half hour conversation with him at his house about he grew up in the church and kind of, you know, as an adult, you know, through, you know, crashing talks about it, uh, you know, through a series of circumstances, kind of walked away from his faith and is on a journey of trying to figure out what he believes again and all mm. that. And it was such a similar, while the circumstances may be different, it's such a similar path that so many of uh, us have yeah. gone through where we kind of grew up in the church. And then as you kind of become college age or in your twenties, you start to rethink why you believe what you believe or if you believe at all and kind of deconstruct what, what had been given to you. And then, um, and then we find ourselves on the other side of that and are in the process of reconstructing our faith, many of us. And, that, and Pete would be in that category. Mm. And to have the conversation we did with him was really fascinating. And uh, we, we have uh, that in the new issue as well, um, which is really fun, really good. Uh, let's see, other highlights. It's New Year's. So we gathered six or so of our favorite uh, smart people. And, uh, and all the different parts of life and uh, got some of their best advice to make 2018 your best year yet, uh, from finances to relationships to your spiritual uh, life and others. It's, uh, you won't want to miss that. Uh, yeah. Jesse has a hot take on how you can be better on at Facebooking, right? <laughs> this, was, this was fun. I have a lot of opinions about uh, uh, bad behaviors that people do on Facebook. Uh, so anytime you can write kind of like a, 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 a little bit snarky, but hopefully uh, uh, hopefully has some insight piece, it's always fun. And that was, that was a fun one to do. And Andre Henry's uh, debut piece uh, in Relevant. Uh, he uh, wrote the piece, the feature with uh, rapper KB, who's uh, Lecrae's protege, uh, uh, and uh, he's he's got some big changes he'd like to see in hip-hop. Yeah, I um, I listened to his album before writing the piece, as you should, and which is rare for me. I don't really listen to a lot of Christian hip-hop, but it knocks. I mean, it is, yeah. it is, it's a banger. And on top of that, though, it's so substantial. Like, it's hopeful, but talks about a lot of like things that are just going on in society in a, in a hopeful way. So I was really honored to write it. Along those lines, actually, uh, we, we have a piece we call The United States of Privilege, and, and, it, and, it, and it looks into like um, the reality of racial and gender privilege and what we can do about it. You know, um, so many people try to say, like, oh, I'm colorblind, or, or, or you know, like white privilege isn't a real thing or whatever. And we, we kind of break that down and yeah. say, like, we, we need to have an honest conversation about this. Yeah. And it was Jamar Tisby who who runs an organization. Uh, I think it's called The Witness that a lot of people might be familiar with. Um, that that helped write that piece, and it it really it's challenging and enlightening. It's a really good piece. Uh, on the spiritual end of things, uh, Brian Zond wrote for us about why one of history's most famous sermons needs to be reexamined. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. Mm-hmm. The, the interesting thing about that piece is it really challenges how you see that helps shape American history, not just right. modern theology. Right, right, to right, this right. day, 
people still yeah. have the same image of God from that sermon. From that sermon, <laughs> right. From the 1700s. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. like back in the colonial era. He preaches a sermon and, and, and the pews where people were sitting, you would see claw marks yeah. because they were so terrified oh by gosh. this image of an angry God mm-hmm. and that we're all sinners and we're going to have his wrath. But it's so formative to American evangelicalism yeah. and theology. It, 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 it's almost like we don't realize it, that yeah. that sermon kind of pivoted uh, how we how the church engages the Lord. And and, and anyway, and Brian Zahn uh, was on that in that camp and drank yeah. the Kool-Aid and yeah. is now rethinking maybe how we should uh, uh, believe. So lots of hot takes. This. Lots of hot takes. <laughs> yeah. And another one, another yeah. eye-opening, one of my favorite things is, um, you know, we hear a lot about the Russia scandal in the news. And, um, the fake Russia scandal. The fake news. <laughs> the fake news. <laughs> people, don't come, people don't come here for fake news. <laughs> hear a lot about the Russia scandal, oh, no. but uh, we actually have a piece talking about the other Russia scandal, the one that's not being talked about, how there has been a... A, a, a very um, intentional clamping down on religious freedom and how basically Christianity is trying to be erased in Russia and the world is not talking about it at all. And so guess what we do? It's a really, it was a really hard, I mean, it was a great piece to research, but it was a difficult one to research because there's just not a lot out there on it. There are people who want to tell the story, but the platform, the the news about Russia in the United States, at least, has been so overwhelmed by a talk about uh, the 2016 election that other things, very substantive things and important things that are happening in Russia get overlooked. Uh, so it was a privilege to, to tell the story. I hope I did it justice. Yeah, global uh, persecution of the church is something that we always try to keep our eye on. And, you know, we've covered over the years and it's like literally this is happening right before the world's eyes and um, and nobody's talking about it, which is egregious. Yeah. So hopefully this will make a difference. There's a lot more in the issue. Uh, we have some great artists and selects. The front matter is chock full of uh, the usual entertainment and craziness. We have uh, a Q&A, an interview with the director of Lady Bird, Greta Gerwin, uh, yeah. in the issue as well. There's a, there's a lot. Uh, you won't want to miss it. Uh, you can see the entire issue online at relevantmagazine.com. Go check it out. Uh, if you want to subscribe, the paper quality is really nice. So, <laughs> Oh, I noticed it. Yeah. I pulled it out. I was like, oh, this somebody did. Somebody made some decisions. Yeah, we, uh, we upgraded, <laughs> y'all. Uh, oh, check it out. Uh, you can subscribe as well at relevantmagazine.com and uh, get it sent to your mailbox six times a year. We'd, uh, I think you'll like it, but we'd uh, love the support as well. Uh, so go check it out. The new issue of Relevant with Russell Brand and a lot more is uh, out now. Stay tuned. Up next, your feedback. I'm not afraid to hit them. Bring my songs to me. I'm not afraid to hit them. You kept waiting. I'll count to five. A lot of programs, books, and gurus make promises this time of year to help you find your purpose. But we have a better idea. Make Jesus your only resolution. When you decide to make Him your spiritual goal, you'll start to meet Him in creative, surprising, and unexpected ways that'll change your life more effectively than any New Year's self-improvement program. Start a practice of centering on Jesus with a free 21-day devotional. Each day has a simple idea that will convert ordinary moments, like waiting at a traffic light or right before you make a purchase, into a supernatural experience. See what we mean. Start one day today at JesusCenteredLife.com forward slash 21 days.
listening to Rye. The song is Count to Five, which is appropriate because the Torwaltz did a top five thing a couple seconds ago. And counting is the best. And counting to five. Yeah, we love it. We're very pro math here. It's one of, yeah. It's one pro of, devil, pro math. Yeah. Podcast. Well, <laughs> numerology is really what we're trying to get to. That's, it um, all makes yeah. sense. Well, Chinese gender calendars and numerology. It's That's, blood moons and it's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole, I got a very complicated, I got a very complicated system. Yeah. But uh, most of my life decisions are made based on those numbers and blood moons. So counting to five. I love that you keep using blood moons in plural. That's probably my favorite part. Yeah, I mean, it's my system's pretty well, complicated. I mean, we have regular blood moons. Uh, my, according to my calculations. Yeah. Yeah. And if you believe there's only one moon circling this earth, yeah. trust me. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's a woke. code. It's, it's very complicated. Like one moon could show up every night. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, and look how different they are. Sometimes we are seeing a different moon every night. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes oh, they're like big bigger. yellowy moons. Sometimes yeah. it's like a little cut in half moon. Yeah, there's I mean, no way that's the by same. By my thing. count, there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a minimum. <laughs> there's a minimum like eight. I've never thought moons. about it, but there's no way. There's yeah. no way there's one moon. <laughs> <laughs> how could how could it be? I mean, ten at least. Well, that's why the prophecy talks about the blood moons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's, I don't think I'm miscalculating anything because I've made a lot of decisions based on this. It's time for your feedback. Uh, and this is where we do our corrections and apologies. Uh, you know, and I'm not apologizing for right. anything. So it's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, the question of the week, we asked you, what were your favorite album releases of 2017? <laughs> we kind of wanted to just crowdsource. We are, we are releasing our list, the relevant list uh, <laughs> this week. And, and uh, we did uh, top 25. We were going to do top 30. Yeah. Nah. nah. That, we're just gonna... This list, by the way, yeah. is this is the time of year mm-hmm. when I now begin to listen to all the music of the year. Because I just am ah. like, thank you for just curating it yeah, for me. Just distill yeah. it down the to same. the good stuff. I just do the same thing. And now stuff this, that you might have missed. You I listen to the list. And it's okay. like, oh, I didn't listen to that. Right. Go, go back and. That's right. And you cover all genres. Yeah. I just listen to this twenty these 25 albums now for the next six months. Oh. That's very nice. Yeah, it's say. a very helpful thing. That's why we take our debating seriously. On no, the I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a really good list. You this should is a good see year the thread for music. that we have going. Yeah, there's threats. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I'm I mean, telling you, New Tyler's threats against Jesse are startling. Yeah, I told him. I <laughs> and told he has him, the look. muscles to back it up. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. But I know how to do things in midair, and I will never be prosecuted for it. <laughs> Never, never. In this and you got the confidence. If one thing you do not lack about it, Jesse, is the confidence. I think that's half the battle, buddy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh my goodness. So you guys went over to Chandler. Did you feel that? I did. Yeah, I was, I, did I was wondering what that was. It was your eyelashes. Yeah, I, I used to feel like I was. I was, I was, so I was gently brushing your eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> that is got to be the weirdest recurring joke on the show. <laughs> oh, oh man. You guys hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast. You also went over to the episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted your favorites there. We will uh, play a few of our favorites now. I think I think we rephrased the question a little bit different because we asked him to not just rank albums, but just rank anything from the last year. It, it really got wild. There yeah, are the people were creative. Oh, oh, did I add the word albums? Okay, so what the question that's written down on my rundown says: What were your favorite releases of 2017? I just had music. No, this is just a hey, I want to rank a thing. <laughs> yeah, and so I've got one that I can't wait to read. Jesse, were, am I interrupting you? No, you go, you go for it, man. Well, I'd like to just read part of Michael Leto's. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I would just like to say that Michael ranked all of the cast members. You know, I call him still. 
Stiletto. Stiletto. Oh my God! (laughs) A late entry for dad joke of 2017. (laughs) Dad joke. Um, I mean, even late in our hearts, we couldn't even get there. It took a minute, but well done, Cameron. Um, So he ranked the member, the podcast members, like all of the members of the Rolling Podcast. Oh no! Hold hold on, Eddie. Before you get into this, I got to set some context. I read this too. This Michael Leto appears to have a beef with an office listicle I wrote um, and is taking it out on this list because I can't help but to to read that my description is almost exactly what I wrote about Jim Halpert and you got real personal, Michael. One of our biggest articles of this month was a completely mindless article that Jesse did. Ranking, the the definitive ranking of all the characters that (laughs) appeared in the office. Who knew it would be so timely though that they were going to announce that? And and Jesse very controversially, and I think clickbaity, yeah. uh, uh-huh. put Jim Halpert dead last. You'll never guess who's hey, last. Dead last. I, listen, I, listen, listen, I, Jesse, just stop talking for a second, please, because this is just, <laughs> I need to, I'm not going to read the whole order yeah. because I think, you know. Just who, start at the top, maybe, Eddie. No, no, because we're all in there, but behind, behind, behind Chandler and Andre and Nathan coming in dead last <laughs> is Jesse Carey, number six. <laughs> Um, re- easily the most overrated cast member, relying on provocative language and pseudoscientific theories to trigger the audience. He also writes terrible lists on the relevant website. Oh, I, this person wow. is just absolutely. I love Still. He's great. Oh, classic <laughs> Still. Classic yeah. Still. I'm. Uh, but anyhow. Hey, so. hey. Do you, do you do not believe the hate mail? I got? can I read a tweet that I I got. So, so much because it did. This list kind of went a little (laughs) viral, and I got just hate mail from so many people I've never met in my life. This one guy said, Oh, yeah, his next piece rankings uh, should be ranking all of the times I was incredibly wrong. And this article would be number one, but that list will probably be incorrect too. That's just a sample of the onslaught of tweets that I got for four straight days from randos. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. You rank the office character guy and I'll I'll criticize you and make fun of you on your podcast page. Even Nathan who's never spoken a word on the right. mic in this show got yeah. number 5. <laughs> so, well done Michael Stiletto. Is this is Michael Leto is this really like John Krasinski? Did he make this just because he was mad? <laughs> he is from Ontario. Yeah, he, yeah I think so. I think that's a good theory. Yeah. He's catfishing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, R- Rachel, her favorite. She she actually did albums. Her favorite uh, number one was Lone Bellows' "Walk Into a Storm." Here's a clip. I love Lone Bellow. Missed him over the last couple <laughs> years. We needed more Lone Bellow music. Now we got it. Yeah, Zach Williams. One of the best performers, hands down. Yeah, she had a good list. She also had, um, yeah, uh, very jo- good. John Mark McMillan was on there, Gang of Youths. Um, I'll forgive her for Ed Sheeran and the Chainsmokers. Being oh, on her come list. on. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a listen, good list we don't list. even have time to talk about how I feel about Ed Sheeran. I just do not feel that guy at all. Why? Love it. Somebody asked He's me the like other a day, nice a, 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 a female friend asked me the other day, what's the deal with Ed Sheeran? Like, why is he such a, like, wh- why? What's what, the magic? What's not, what are you not feeling? Well, he writes catchy songs and he's, he's a nice guy. Like in interviews So is Carmen. Stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, but he doesn't write catchy songs. Oh. 
That's how people describe you, Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy. Writes catchy songs. I like I'll him. I'll tell you. Yeah. They're both going to go through the same life coaching yeah. coming up in 2018. Ed Sheeran. I would watch that show. Two. Ed Sheeran and Chandler going through Carmen's life coaching. I would like to also say about Rachel's list that she did a Eddie's top random faves of 2017, and yeah. it was literally just things she liked in no order that didn't have anything to do with each other. Oh. I enjoyed the list thoroughly, but it was like a totally uh, crazy person what is list. It? What is it? Uh, no, number one, my dating relationship. I think she's talking about her own dating relationship. Uh, like favorite things. Uh, number two, her family vacation at the beach. Oh, number three concerts. She saw the lone bellow, oh. the Kings oh. of Leon. She went to New York city. She turned 30. She just had a nice year. That must've been quite she a trip. To have a good year. Yeah. Must've yeah. been quite a trip to the beach to beat all those other things. Three to five. Yeah. Be, right. What happened right. at the I'm beach? Gonna, I'm going to say I think this is a random list the way she listed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brother's she made wedding. God number eleven, and that feels like that's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, that's not a good move. <laughs> and just in case her friends don't have her phone number in Clearwater, she's coming to Clearwater Beach January sixteenth. <laughs> Sweet. Rachel's friends. Oh, she, and we know how much she likes the beach. Oh, she loves it. Yeah. And Clearwater See, Beach is great. Likes it. Captain, uh, what's it? Captain Bill's. Captain, uh, great fish restaurant. You're from there. I am from there. Yeah. That's, that's but you there. can't even remember. Wait, Captain Bill's, it's, Krabby it's Bill's. in Clearwater. No, it's Krabby Bill's, I think. Yeah, in Clearwater. Just an, anyhow, just a real interesting list. That's great. That's Rachel, great. enjoy your time. on June. <laughs> January 16th is a really great time to go to the beach. Well, Truly. in Florida, yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right I now it's to 83 today and sunny. Uh, I'll, be going to, I'll be going to the beach this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. There's a lot more where that came from. You can uh, go check out uh, last week's episode page. We, uh, we really did list. a funny recap of all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. There's some actual real lists and yeah. some people put some actual thought into it. Yeah. We just I read mean, them. We did like two lists. We did like some albums and Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's rank our favorite Rachels. Yeah. I, my favorite list was the list where Jesse was number six behind a guy that doesn't talk. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, nice Jesse. Forgetting to mention that you were number one on that list, bud. Look, man. Was I? Hey. Did I wait, play wait, Jesus? You, Look, when when you when you take some bold takes out there, you gotta be real you gotta be willing to take the heat. I don't mind. I don't mind. Bring it. Right. Bring it, Randos. I don't care. Well, I gotta say you are my number five. Man, you really you really slice people with that rando thing, Jesse. I like it. That'll teach him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm sure he's a pleasant guy, even though he said some some hurtful personal things about me. I'm just saying he's random to me. I don't know him. Yeah, that's but, right. That's you know, right. His mom me. knows come who he me, is, bro. but you don't. Yeah, so who cares? Well, that'll do it for last week's uh, feedback. Normally, right here, fifty times a year, yeah, we ask a question of the week. Yeah, we're not going to this week. Because we know that what just happened on the show is not a thing we want your feedback for. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it to yourself like, this time. Like, yeah. I generally just want you to move on. That's because next week we will be doing our best of the year recap yeah. with some of the highlights throughout the year. I mean, 50 plus episodes. There's a lot that happened. We do our little recap. And then we come back in the new year and start fresh. And uh, we, if we do a question of the week now, it'll just get lost. Yeah. So we, we're just going to skip it this week. Spend time with your family rather than trying to come up with your you know, feedback. Yeah. you know it seems yeah unless no. you're rachel keep listing rachel we respect you yeah mm. I, oh, she's list. playing she's busy planning her beach week her beach trip That's on january That's That's friends, friends. coming to clearwater <laughs> watch out <laughs> all right on that note we'll wrap things up hey many thanks to this week's sponsors for making the episode possible remember if you're looking for a last minute christmas gift you can join in the movement and give the gift of opportunity today at kiva.org slash relevant that's k-i-v-a dot org slash relevant and also squarespace you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and then when you want to sign up enter offer code relevant to get 10 percent off your first purchase 
Hey, thanks to our guests, Brian and Katie Torwalt for joining us. Their Christmas EP is out now. You've got a couple of days to get it in there before it's inappropriate to listen to Christmas music. <laughs> then you can just listen to their worship album, which yeah. is phenomenal. Right. Have came incredible. out this year. Uh, we won't get into this, but there's a really definitive time. What is it? It is midnight, December 25th. We're done. No. Yeah. Wait, 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 no midnight no, at no, night. No, no. Tree no, comes we're down. Done. We're completely done with Christmas. Is it, when does your tree come down? Uh, you must have it down by New Year's Eve. <laughs> so if you leave it up for a few more... We may, I won't. But it certainly has to be down. If if 2018 starts and there's a tree in your house, uh, it just... Uh, if, Something's wrong. Forbid. Yeah. You might Rain as well for, leave it up until next November. Mid-February. Mid-February. I have a neighbor that Easy. leaves a, a Christmas tree up all year round. What? And it's also a red Christmas tree. Oh, did they did they change the themes, Chandler? No, it just looks the same. That they, is, they like leave weird. their window open some or like the shades open sometimes, so you can like see it in their <sighs> in their living room. It is bananas yeah. like in in like Super August? Super weird. They have yeah. a Christmas tree yeah. lit. All year, all year turn it on for several years. Yeah. I need you to go I knock on their door that. and tell them to straighten up. Yeah. Question. I respect yeah. it. Are they dead? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I've Has never, anybody I've never knocked on their door? No, There's like no. 65 like, piles <laughs> of mail all over the front. Oh, no. right. oh, boy. Maybe They're the windows are inside. It's yeah. Maybe we the just solved a crime. <laughs> we just solved a crime. A couple has been missing since 1978. Oh, oh no, Taylor's no. <laughs> neighbor. I've never been more proud to be friends with you guys. Taylor's neighbor died <laughs> Christmas 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody paid She's attention. Oh, yeah, because yeah. literally, who's bought a red tree since 1997? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the first clue. Oh, and you just hear the music inside. It's just like that clicking record thing where it's at the end of the record. Oh, Yikes. I feel oh, so bad geez. for this family. I'm so glad we finally solved it. <laughs> oh, my oh, my goodness. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm number one on the list. <laughs> I'm Chandler Strang. <laughs> I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Annie F. Downs. There you go. We'll see you next week. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. I'll say it. for listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from The Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. But sometimes he'll get you into some fun stuff.